I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't mess your head up. Still run with these young bucks. Still running on jet fuel. Fuck! Don't mess. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Let's do that again. <laughs> you should keep that part in. I am. Uh, it all, this all stays in, by the way. Okay. Don't mess. <laughs> oh, all right. Don't mess your head up. Still run with these young bucks. Still running on jet fuel. Still pimping on what, what. What was I thinking? I wasn't. What am I drinking? I'm buzzing. Speaking of weekends, I used to fuck your cousin. I used to rap about nothing. Now I rap about nothing. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and uh, we're back in the house um, on a Sunday morning, daylight savings time. Sunday morning, yes, we on time, but technically we are hour later. And uh, Chris, I want you to know that I feel your pain. This is why I never do the rap lyrics because at least you read them. I remake them, and before you know it, you be like, "Who who did that song again?" Yeah. It's all, it's all because you guys don't read ahead. Like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a reader that reads ahead of how I'm talking. So, you know, I like me reading the lyrics is I mess up less often than most people, but also, you know, a lot of times I'm more familiar with the songs and stuff and it's a lot of pressure for a guest, you know. I wouldn't that's even try the, to rap them if I was y'all. That's the one love record, right? No, nah, it's Silk Pillow. Which, so, which one is that? Is that the new one? Yeah, uh, it's on. Uh, nah, it's on royalty. Um, is the joint uh, the joint with Beck? Oh, how does the hook go today? Um, I don't even. I don't even think it really has a hook. It, hook it's the joint where he's like, uh, like the flow is speaking of weekends. I used to fuck with your cousin. I used to rap about nothing. Now I rap about nothing. But that nothing was something that ain't nobody was bumping. See, I still got it, boo boo. Just a dab of do you wonders if you wanna be under some a gross dude? But that like that's the flow of it. And that yeah. beat is like, dun, dun. My, why am I saying this when I can play yeah. it? <laughs> no, we, we got music, sir. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I like that guy. I like that kid. Yeah, big, uh, big uh, fan. He, here uh. you go. This is what it sounds like. Yeah, okay, yeah. And um, Beck is on here like as the only other rap he's done in like 18 years. Like I don't even, like, they ah! can't save me mama. Yeah. Can't save me mama. Silk pillow for that new weave. Um, but yeah, that's like the only time that nigga has rapped yeah, since you, fucking you, loser. You trying to be boastful. Don't, don't make us feel bad cause you can rap. Uh, I, I can't help that I'm nice on this microphone like this, man. I mean, I I'm still, terrible. I still got it, boo boo. Um, but yeah, as you guys couldn't tell, if you couldn't tell by now, uh, our guest on this show is Chris Lambert from the Mundane Festival podcast and also chrislambert.com. Uh, you know, comedian, uh, podcaster, nine to fiver, and lover yeah. of independent films starring white women. What's up, man? Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for having me. Chilling, man. What's the best movie you've seen, you know, lately, man? Give me, give me, give me some sleeper hits. Oh, what did I last? I saw, I saw Captain Phillips and uh, Twelve Years a Slave in the same day. Okay, so, uh, one was about black people. It's almost like a revenge movie for the first movie, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and I saw Captain Phillips first, and so that was like that made me never want to be around water. I couldn't be around water for the next three or four days, and. uh <laughs> The, the Samaritan, see if I say that, then uh, somebody will say that I made a, 
<laughs> anyway, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, they were both really good. Um, mm -hmm. the 12 Years a Slave, if you want to see your favorite movie star say nigger, that's like one of the best movies to see. Like, if you want to hear Magneto say nigger, mm -hmm. like, that's the movie that you're going to want to see. That is actually one of the biggest coups of, uh, of Hollywood, in my opinion, is the fact that 12 Years a Slave has leading actors, leading white men playing racist. Like A-listers. Like, typically, that doesn't happen. No. Like, your A-list dude is like, yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not being that new. one. You know, yeah. I'm not going to play the racist. Like, you know, Tom Cruise, even when he played a Nazi, played the one Nazi that sympathized with the Jews and wanted to save everyone. Like, yeah. no, no one plays the straight-up racist. Right. There's, there's a scene where Brad Brad Pitt actually plays the guy that gets Solomon North of free, and he's having this discourse with Michael Fassbender, and where they're where they're uh, saying like, "Well, these niggers are my property," mm. and then Brad Pitt says, "Well, these niggers are human," and it was just like a big PSA moment where I felt like Brad Pitt was really close to like turning towards the screen and making a like the more you know message about. You know, niggers, niggers actually being humans too. <laughs> right. That, that, the CV, more you know, yeah. With the, the star. You, yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. So he got a nigger in too. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Oscars for, uh, the worst, I don't know. the worst part about that though is like I was working on a screenplay for years secretly. I didn't tell anybody. It's called 11 Years a Slave. Okay. And like after uh -huh. this shit came out, I was like, fuck, man. Cause, you know, I, like what my were you? well, my movie would have been a little bit shorter, but yeah. like pretty much the same exact plot and everything. Um, these motherfuckers just came out with that shit first. I mean, I can't even be mad. I don't feel like they stole my idea. I didn't tell anybody about it, but uh, yeah, they got me one up, man. I should have went with thirteen or something. Yeah, it's. I mean, I heard you guys talking about it like last week, and it is one of those movies where you have to kind of be in a certain mind frame, and I get why you may not want to see it yeah because uh, it's one of those it is one of those movies where it's like are we good i think we're good on these i yeah. think we're good on these slaves because <laughs> anytime you can see a, a black person getting whipped and you see the skin peel to the white meat i think that's good like i think we should see now i want to see a sitcom with that black family in the verizon commercial like, right. i want to see something that's like I think that's a little stuff. Stuff like that's a little more beneficial to the culture right mm. now. Yeah, it feels know. like we oversaturated. Yeah, because now the movies are trying to outslave one another and shit. Yes, and they are. It's getting real. Like I'm slaving. No, I'm slaving. I could be more slavier than you. Right. It's getting yeah. real. Passion of the slaves uh, level. Where, like I don't know what's after twelve years of slave. Twenty years but, of slave. Right. Whatever it is, like. I, I i'm not gonna see that either well it's like it and you make a great point because i i've said this before the 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 guy that directed it steve mcqueen is such a brilliant filmmaker like i, I said this before i don't think it you're gonna be hard, we're gonna be hard pressed to find somebody that's gonna top what he did like just on a senate just on all levels it was just it was a great movie it was brutal but it was great and even the way the, the the characters talked in the movie, it wasn't just "Lord, I slaved up in here for a long time." Mm -hmm. It was just <laughs> like the the dialogue was really had this 
elevation to it. It was like, I don't I don't know if it was like Elizabethan or something like that, but they were just like you know the two slaves. Two slaves were talking to each other, and they're like, "Did you not think that I feel my loss from my family as much as you?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like really. It was it, it's just like great dialogue and it's 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 brilliant but it, it's a heavy movie and it's two like, hours and 14 minutes man like that's ooh, that's a man. lot of slavery that's a lot of beating. yeah you know I went, I went to go see it uh I, I went to go kill time before show to see captain phillips and uh it, it was um so i saw that then did a show and then I, it was this was on a thursday night and i was like oh it's 12 years of slave is premiering i was like you know what i'm a i'm gonna be tired on friday i'm gonna just go see this movie and it was like a good crowd in there, like a 10, 10, 20 movie. And there were people talking and during the movie. And it was like black people talking during the movie. You know how we do. Right. And, and I was just like, man, I kind of wish the things that were happening to this guy on screen were happening to these people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would shut the hell up. Yeah, you went in to, you went in yeah. to kill time. Uh, you went in to kill time and came out of time to kill. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like an asshole. I was like, damn, this movie's making me feel this way mm-hmm. against my own people. And I, and when we, when I walked out, this woman just said, oh, it wasn't as good as the help. I was mm. like, the help? I was like, Jesus. And Christ. then you, you turn around on the audience and was like, niggas, you're <laughs> all property to me. This is why you don't have rights. And it fades to black. Mm hmm. And if you do go see that movie for black people, mainly black, black dudes, really, I would suggest seeing it on a weekend when you or or a day that you know you don't have to go to work the next day. Like Damn. I think that it would just be, you know, if you could be in your own bubble afterwards and not have to take orders from a boss that's white. <laughs> Personally, I feel like no black people need to see this. Only white people have to should see these movies from this point on. And, and like, hopefully like tea party people, like we could force, like if we could mandate people see movies, I just yeah. want like the people that like argue against healthcare to have to come out of this movie. You know, the people that are like, like dude that was like the lazy blacks wanting all the money from the government. Like I, I, I need that dude to come sit through this and then be like, yeah, dog. So, uh, what were you saying again? You know, like that's what yeah. I want. I, I don't think like black people know. Of course. <laughs> like we, yeah. it's like, it's always funny though, cause you know, these movies touch us in a certain spot, but it's always funny when you talk to people that see movies like this and it's like, every person should go see this movie. <laughs> did, and, did then, you, and then I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, it, it, I haven't seen it, but it looks like extra brutally slavey. It is. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah but, I, I don't think I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, well, well, not every black person. I mean, come on. Obviously. Yeah. I I think it's something like I I know like when I was a kid like and I I may have mentioned this before but I went to Catholic school and it was a predominantly black Catholic school Mm -hmm. so we would have pictures of Martin Luther King and Frederick Douglass and all these black icons and then going to a school like that you know I looked at these people like superheroes like I looked at Benjamin Banneker like a superhero like Mm -hmm. a guy that actually lived you know what I mean and just had this reverence for them so yeah. when when you see so it's like and I hope I hope that kids are getting the same you know at least the, the black kids that are coming up are are getting something similar mm-hmm. to just look at those to to look at those figures like that and I just wonder like how is, is that being lost or I, or like or just in general with with um just history in general but but me being black is just like black history kind of being preserved in that way or just kind of 
held in some sort of uh, reverence and not just it's not you no, know it's I, so you don't think it is no I, I don't think it is I think I think and it, and it, and it also started with our generation because yeah. when it comes to anything that's a non-white uh, uh, a lot of white culture wants to just erase it, act like it don't exist. The Indians, nah, them, they don't exist. Black folks, y'all always been free. What we talk about that beating slavery shit? And it's yeah. one of those things where people don't want to face the reality that history is what it is. And it's one of those things where the more ignorant you keep a group of people, the more likely, or the less likely they are to challenge rules and regulations because a lot of times they do not know where a lot of these things stem from and the background and the history and that people fall and die for, for whatever the causes are. And, and, and the thing is, like Roger was talking about the movie, it's funny when people watch this movie and then come to you like they didn't know that black people were human beings. Like, did you know that you are a human being? I'm here to let you know that you yeah. are free did nobody tell you you like yes motherfucker i i know this you're not giving me no insight on this but it's amazing how you know when people watch this movie all of a sudden they get sympathy and empathy which you should have all the time it's amazing how i I spent twenty dollars and watched it on the screen but i pass a nigga every day and i don't have this same empathy and sympathy yeah i I will say this though um i don't agree with either of y'all about the history thing being lost I think that's just like a complaint that people have once they start getting older. But kids now have more access to information than we did growing up. And like just now, I I wiki Benjamin Banneker just to see what it would say about him. You know what I mean? Like that's something that uh, if I wanted to know that shit, if it wasn't taught in a class, the only way I would find out is either through like African-American uh like uh like the african-american institutions outside of school yes or i would have to go look up the dewey decimal system and find this shit and, and read a book and for me uh-huh. that's the problem that i have you know it's like why isn't this taught in the system it's like if you want to know which is a good thing is yeah, yeah you're absolutely right it's more knowledge out there than ever before I, do I you agree. know that do you know that it's not taught uh, you, you say that uh, like, okay. like we don't have kids. No, we don't. But but for most people, un- unless it's some rapid change, you you talked about Martin Luther King, you talked about Malcolm X, you talked a little bit about slavery. But uh, you know, unless you have like an African American study, or unless you have a teacher that's willing to dive into a lot of African American history, a lot of this stuff is just not taught. Well, I don't have a kid, and neither do you, but. Black History Month was the month where they we learned this shit every year. Like that's how I learned it. I don't know how y'all learned it, but Black History Month didn't stop since like since we it, 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 became it, older. And you don't know for a fact that they stopped teaching it. No, yeah, I, no I don't I didn't, know that it. I don't know that they stopped, but I'm just I'm just that's just a concern that yes, I, I don't know what I, they're doing I, or not. I, but. I, I don't think it stopped. I don't think it stopped at all. So I, then, what's so different? The, it, about it, the kids now than us the, the 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 thing is that you have to go outside of a school to learn a lot of this information but that has always been true when was that different like even the extra shit i know about black history is all shit that my parents put a book in my hand and said read about this Yes. Okay. Here's before the here's before the mayflower here's okay. what color was and, jesus and, and 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 the thing is that for black people 
put like this. If you have parents that are concerned about history, they will kind of instill that. But I think because it's literally not taught to the uh, children as whole black, white across the board as a whole. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you have children that grow up and they don't know these facts and they don't know this, this history. And, and then they watch this movie and, and want to cry when you're like, motherfucker, why are we just, why are you just not acting like this is a revelation? Yeah. I, I don't think that is unique to this generation. And I think you can say the same thing about us and even those before us. Like, um, one of the, and I actually don't think it's a bad thing, uh, if people do start letting some of that shit go, to be quite honest, like, and I don't mean it, I'm so I'm like, you shouldn't even know this shit. But as far as like, um, one of the, like, we have a dichotomy in the black, uh, in black society, and I'm sure a lot of minority society where we have a, a, some negative connotations with our history. We have some positive ones too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wonder how much that mentality like holds us back sometimes from succeeding. And from like, uh, believing in ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I would like you to be aware of it, but I don't want you to be so attached to it that you still feel lesser than and allow that to, that mentality to make you not even want to achieve certain things. Like, I worry about that. And like, you, when I, like, 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 right whenever now, I see, right. whenever I play basketball with these kids at the YMCA, I, I'm always of two minds about this because these are like middle to upper class kids and there'll be white and black kids playing together. And every once in a while you'll see them like make a joke or they'll say something and a white kid will say like the N word or something. And the black kid doesn't even flinch. Like it's not even a, like it's not even a, Hey man, what are you doing or whatever. Right. And part of me is like, well, well you should probably like check your friend. Cause that could be disrespectful. Blah. And then part of me is like, good don't even let them know like i'm glad that didn't get to you i'm glad that you were just like fuck it um that like you made a a joke or whatever um i'm not going to like internalize the pain of that word that like uh like i would have or someone else would have before that when i was a kid so like to a certain extent i don't know that these things are so bad and I, i i don't like when we start talking about like this generation like somehow they lost something because they're like not as attached to the slavery type of yeah, idea. Yeah, you know? and, and I'm not saying that they have to be attached. Oh, woe is me singing Negro hymn, uh, hymn, hymns or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that uh, be aware. And a lot of times it's more knowledge than ever. But you will realize that with a lot of this stuff, it's less knowledge for a lot of these things, which I guess is, is, is kind of a good thing. Because like you said, they don't have the stereotypes. They don't have the the. um negative connotations that's attached with it and i do understand that but, yeah like do but you also, think there's any black kid that doesn't know about slavery i mean maybe i'm just that off but i can't and, think and, i can't and, imagine and, any because because like i'm saying they have knowledge of some of this shit yes they do they just aren't as quote-unquote attached to it true as we are and that's that and that's a true statement and and it's good and bad in my opinion it goes along with that um and i think that and i and for me a lot of it probably does have to do with my age and things like that i just have a tendency to look at things from a perspective that i know somebody younger like me is looking at me like oh woman why are you worried about this shit this shit don't really matter to me Mm. as being a black person at this age because i don't think there's any such thing as a black person that isn't aware of their blackness because the world won't let you, you not you be. know what it, and that's true but it's amazing when you talk to people and and even black people and they tell you my color doesn't matter and i'm looking at you like nigga what you mean your color doesn't matter yes it does well they might not have the same um attachments or whatever but 
I really find it hard to believe that any significant number of black people are not aware of the fact they are a black person. It's just because the, especially in America, you're not allowed to not know you're black. And, Even and, the and, people that like are black Republican people that are like black people are on a plantation of ignorance with the Democrats. Even these motherfuckers still spend a majority of their fucking time talking about black shit. It's like you can't not be black. Even if you're you have feelings of negativity and you want to just like disassociate yourself from blackness, that is still a struggle with blackness. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of fucking Minnesota and there's no other black people that you know, every motherfucker in Minnesota will not hesitate to remind you your ass is black. Yeah, I think I think you make great points, Rod. I think it's just it was it's just my concern as somebody that's getting older it's just history in general i was having a conversation about just history in general uh about even when it comes down to sports you think oh lebron james is the best player ever he might eventually be uh but you know you you think about in history there's 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 a guy named michael jordan there's a guy named julius irving and bill russell and there's a history to things and you kind of you do have to look back to to move forward and I think there should be more, like Karen was saying, people should know that. And you said it, said the same thing. I think it's just, uh, that's just a concern that I have. And, and, and I hope, and I, I hope, uh, that, uh, people do have that. But, but you shouldn't use it as a crutch. I don't want to say it, like when it comes to, you know, Kerry Washington was on SNL and they, you were talking about this, the hullabaloo about the, you know, the diversity and everything like that. It's like, oh, you're just now, people are just now realizing that there's a there's been a problem mm-hmm. and that i don't i don't think that i mean this show is like snl an institution but when as black people collectively uh as a people when do we let institutions define who we are and keep us from you know doing the great things that we've done as a people in spite of yeah so, I, so that's kind of i was having that conversation with somebody this morning just just to you know uh and then I used to teach kids too. I used to run a before and after school program and it, in a diverse school, but it was a lot of white people. But there was this one kid who was a Syrian, uh, and, uh, she was talking about some black kids that, oh, you're a little chocolate drop or some, some racial thing that she made. It was funny, mm-hmm. but I had to hold it in to, to pretend like it wasn't funny. And I said, but yo, I was like, do you realize that you're a couple shades light? You're not as, uh, you're almost as dark as this kid is, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "All right then." So it's like, calm yeah, I, down. Check like I guess stuff. for me, like so, like Kyle Love is saying in the chat that um, these kids are really disconnected from the slavery experience with no historical reference point. I just don't know that that's bad. Like that's all. Like I just like my like I, I think they know of it. I don't think you can talk to a kid that doesn't know there was slavery. Like, cause America is just too built on that institution for no one to know. And I, and it's like, I don't think you're ever going to run into like black parents, black family members, people that just are like, nope, these kids don't know. And I don't want them to know. I'm not going to tell them and nobody's going to make sure my kid knows. I feel like it'll, it's going to slip in, but I think people disregard some of the negative impacts of what happens when you learn that kind of information too. And especially when you have a certain amount of attachment to it, man, I think it can be limiting like uh subliminally, like not necessarily overtones or just like, I'm not going to try to be nothing, but just this like what, like, but like, but like when I hear people like Don Lemon talk about like, 
if you're not wearing your pants on your hips like right. like you, that's why you can't get a job and shit like that or when i hear people try to take an adrian peterson story and, and like implicate the entirety of black black americanness um because of this one story that really doesn't relate to it when i hear that kind of lament i always think like yo this is because we can't talk about black shit without it coming into something negative it can't just be this person did a thing they're black and the end and i feel like part of that is because so much of black history is very you know struggleicious in yeah, america and, and it's am- <laughs> and it's amazing when uh, and to an extent i agree uh yes i do think that a lot of our history is struggleicious but also it, it needs to be a balance just like we teach about slavery we need to teach about the wonderful beautiful awesome things that black people contributed to our country too mm-hmm. black people did some wonderful things in our history and and contributed to our society and all that stuff and sometimes i think as a culture we have a tendency to whitewash a lot of the good things because we want to emphasize on the bad things which does affect people you know be it good or or bad it does affect people and it does i see it all day on my fucking twitter timeline this this is the worst thing ever now this is the worst thing ever this black thing is the worst thing i was like god damn man did nothing good happen to y'all niggas today like this, True, yeah. Did anybody like, like, it's like all we want to talk about is the, uh, police, the racial profiling at Barney's and shit. Like that is blackness yeah. to some people. And I think that when we start running the whole like, and black kids coming out of 12 years of slave, like that was slavery. It's like, are they really? <laughs> or did you just make that up in your head and you didn't, this didn't really happen? But we just are so protective of this idea that we just, we don't want to let anyone grow up without like having not just only um the knowledge of it, but some sort of like negative like attachment to it too. You know, like I, I don't know, man. Like I don't, like I said, I'm, I'm of two minds about it. I just don't know that I, I would say this, uh, a negative thing if they were walking out of there feeling like, damn, I didn't know it was that bad. Or if it would, um, like I said, but, um, and I also don't think that these kids are walking around like slavery. What is that? Like, I yeah. don't know. All right. We have other topics to talk about, guys. That was good, though. Um, so 12 years of slave, you think going to win a lot of wars and shit? Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think Tom Hanks might get She Would Tell's Oscar because I used to have a director that tells, used to tell us there's all, all an actor needs is one scene to get that Oscar and Tom Hanks had that one scene at toward in the last five minutes of Captain Phillips. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got his third Oscar as great wow. as she would tell was like, I was just like, damn, this motherfucker. Like I'm looking at Tom Hanks. I was like, damn, this nigga going to get another Oscar. man. Like, and, and I saw 12 years of slave after, and I was just like, he, she would tell, put it down. But I, I don't know. Young, mm. I don't know. Wow, that's sad, man. Like, well, you know what, man? That's good for him, dog. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, at least he's gonna be in the discussion. And and now they are announcing like more movies for Oscar consideration, right? Uh, yeah, it's been a really good year. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure he'll be up there. Um, hopefully, my man Michael B. Jordan will be up there in the mentions. You know, I hope he does, but I don't think he will because I think Fruitvale came out a little too early. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, uh, She Would Tell. It's going to be Tom Hanks. You're probably going to have Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Fires Club. You'll probably get Forrest Whitaker, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street. But I don't know, but I, I would love to see Michael B. Jordan up there, but 
I, I'm, I just get, I'm just kind of nervous, but I think Tom Hanks is gonna, he might take it. But yeah. Matthew McConaughey is playing a dude, a skinny dude with AIDS, so, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's gonna be a tough race. Yeah. And my, and my thing is that. That's what I say about black people. We're a tough race. Go ahead, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> now that's true. Uh, <laughs> and my thing about it is that they're extending it but are they extending it just to get people to shut the fuck up a lot of times like they extend it and they be like yeah we're gonna give it to a few more people but we still gonna pick the same bullshit we always pick so we just want to do this so people could complain about how irrelevant we are yeah i don't know like because i, I want to i you know you guys have known me long enough that i i like to see everything and to be able to make an informed decision and be like, oh, well, yeah, I can see why this guy got that. I can see why. So it's just just being a fan of the whole thing. It's like, man, like, I I don't know. It's, mm. it's, it's, I don't even, it's just, it's a, it's a political thing and it really doesn't mean anything, but just for a nerd following it, just like somebody following, uh, following a fantasy football team, like, it's, it's going to be really, it's gonna be really good. Mm. A good race. All right. Well, um, I can't wait, man. I've been seeing some movies how, lately how, and stuff. But go ahead, Ken. Actually, how, how do you draft for your fantasy football actor? Like, you know, how how do you do this? I don't understand how the scoring system goes. I think that was well, a joke. I, I just oh, I made know. that. I just made that comparison, but uh, I think late last year, J.O. Covan and I did a, a fantasy movie draft on his podcast, The Righteous Prick. And he had his, his, uh, his, uh, what do you call it? his, uh, authoritative rules and, and, uh, regulations. So we did one. If you, I think if you dig up, uh, one of those, you could find us talking about it, but it's just, just following, just, it's just basically me watching all, trying to watch all the Oscar contenders and then making my, you know, picks and, you know, it's just real simple as filling out a ballot box, you know, for anything. Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if they had like places for Oscars, which is what I think they should do. So it shouldn't just be, oh, um, Argo won movie of the year. It should be Argo won movie of the year. Life of Pi was third. Lincoln was second. You know, like that. And then that way you can really get into some fantasy, uh, Oscars because, you know, you can combine the picks. You know, you can be like, oh, I picked Life of Pi and Lincoln. So yeah. my my mine adds up to more than yours, you know. Right, right. Um, as far as uh my movies, uh, I feel like the best movie is still Olympus is Falling, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. still then, gotta see that. Yeah, yeah, you fucked up, man. I thought you see everything. I bet well, you if it I was starring, go ahead. I got a red box. Yeah, if it was starring a, a white chick with purple hair, you would have seen that shit by now. Um, of course. <laughs> he has to save his daughter who is in a punk rock band and works in a bookstore. Um, but. In Oregon. Yeah, in Oregon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, um, I, I think that was my movie. Uh, but, uh, I actually enjoyed Carrie, man. Um. You did. I gotta see that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that shit too, man. So I, I gotta check that out. One of the best things about being an official North Carolina, uh, film critic, I've been getting these uh movie screeners delivered directly to my um door now. I've been seeing them. Oh wow, them. that's dope. Yeah, man. I was like, I, I love it. Like, I, I can't, like, I, I can't wait to watch some of these, man. I'm just collecting these shits. How do you get shits. to see that? How do you get to? Uh, they like uh keep like keep up with all of our um like the okay. associations, uh-huh. and they like have people whose job it is to send screeners out. Yep. 
and they're just like send us your address and we'll mail you the shit to your crib and i was like uh done and fucking done yep um send that shit yo we review what have you got now uh right now i have inner world oh i love that movie and i got mud um good movie yeah so um and i i think there's something else like the stories we tell or something like that and uh, uh, i know which i know of is that robert redford i'm not sure and then uh, there's this uh, other i haven't watched that one yet and then there's this other one where they took it's like a um documentary where they took all these like war criminal type dudes and like let them direct their own movies based oh. off like based off of like american um uh like you know like uh based off because they love american movies and shit um but they're the the movies have to be based on the war crime shit that they did so i need to watch that one um and that's a warner herzog movie so i'm sure it's gonna be all all deep and shit (laughs) (laughs) i I will say that in a world was probably one of the most refreshing movies i saw this past summer until well this year until i saw about time which Mm -hmm. was uh with rachel mcadams and uh uh, Bill Nighy was a other big name, but like that was that was almost like uh like a 500 Days of Summer. It, it it's kind of it on the surface it's it's like a chick flick, but it's really not. It's it's kind of it's kind of for dudes. It, and if you have a relationship with your dad, it'll probably make you want to talk. Call your dad after. You know, it's right. like one of those. So one of those, about about time you say? Yeah, it just came okay. out this week. I went to a a screening of it last last week and it's just like a really refreshing movie from the same guy that did love actually mm. uh i actually think it's better than love actually yeah that's that kind of might- crazy because like lake bell has like a really weird um you know a really weird uh acting career because she goes from like extremely serious shit to uh-huh. like extremely like jokey shit because she's been in like children's hospital yeah, for a while yeah. and i love that show but it's so silly um <laughs> compared to like you know her also being in like um how to make it in america or something like that she was showing her diversity because a lot of times if you don't you get trapped into certain roles and don't nobody want to cash you for anything else yeah she, she showed her diversity and her titties in uh, how, to, how to make it how america, to make it america. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she did it for the cause man yeah she got that follow from me the official weapon of the show is the taser. Unofficial sport is it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, today's podcast is sponsored, sponsored by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com and get yourself some headphones, man. Get you some earbuds. You get them 33% off. You get free shipping and you get a lifetime guarantee as long as you use the code TBGWT to, uh, get your headphones, man. Make sure you do that. You know, you can listen discreetly at your desk at work um i know i love that lifetime guarantee when my shit breaks i would love to just be able to send it in and get it back mm-hmm. rather than go back uh to cvs and give the white man some more of my money didn't they take enough when they took 12 years of slavery from us hmm? <laughs> that's right kids don't forget about slavery it happened yeah it did and i know a lot of you guys and there's followers right <laughs> mm-hmm. I know a lot of you guys aren't educated. I know a lot of you guys don't know that slavery happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, we need to make sure that more black kids understand slavery and how bad it was. It was a bad, bad thing. And that at one point our race was subservient to the white man and uh, carry that burden with them for the rest of their lives. We need to make sure that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So uh, I was actually speaking of 
uh young children i was hanging out with my niece this weekend oh, uh well, karen went to go get her hair done um and apparently we're best friends now because i have a tablet um mm-hmm. even though i don't keep anything but comic books on it she don't care she just wants to play games mm-hmm. and i don't have any games so we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to download games onto my tablet which is her new fa- favorite pastime yeah. uh counting the percentage of download for my games i was like yeah this needs to update the app for the games because i don't use it she's like okay let's update it i'm like well i was reading the comic book she's like well, let's just update it real quick and then she sits next to me and goes one two percent ah said three is that three i'm like all right layla calm down four percent she wants you to know she can count son yeah i was like all right well look we we got there we just uh just just wait for a while and she'll she'll wait like a couple seconds and be like ten percent it's moving fast now <laughs> we rocking and rolling yeah how old is she seven she's, okay she is she, she she's so precious and honey she gets angry at me because she be like can i play on your phone i was like Mm-mm. she said you got game on your phones i said not for you well we have a um it's funny too because like i went down there and um she wants to get her own tablet for school so my my dad was gonna like we went to target or walmart to get her a tablet so your dad's the wrong stuff. person um but well he was gonna buy it but okay. and uh in true morrow fashion she picked out the one that was cheapest so i was like see this is why it runs in the family we're some smart economical people you know i mean she did <laughs> look at all the expensive ones first as i would do and then yeah. was like yeah this is all crazy i know no one's gonna buy these where's that uh 90 dollar tablet at so we went down there uh and of course walmart was out because uh ah. they are for shit um <laughs> is walmart really shitty yeah walmart's pretty shit i don't know if you've heard yeah uh yeah. i used to work there uh, like when i was in college yeah used to unload trucks well you know the problem with shopping in walmart's electronics store uh section it's like being a um dude in the club trying to make eye contact with a hot chick because yeah, yeah. you really just go stand by the thing you want mm-hmm, and look at everyone with a blue shirt, shirt like please, you. please help yeah. me sir please do your job please and and they never do yeah and and the, the thing about uh walmart is that depend on what it is like a lot of times they be like yeah we got laptops for 199 Y'all better not buy them motherfuckers because as soon as you take it home and turn it on and type, you have maxed out the ability of it to do whatever it needs to do. And you're going to end up spinning and replacing it. So go ahead and spend the extra few hundred dollars to get a laptop just going to work. Shit, just go somewhere else. But, yeah, I, I you go there and then it's like they have a great deal. And, you know, I think Karen's scenario is actually the best scenario, best case, because what normally happens for me is, hey, you got this great deal. Can I can I check this out? And then they go, let me go see if it's in the computer. Oh, it doesn't look like we have any. Um, it looks like there's some on the truck, so that means they'll be here tomorrow. So if you come yeah. back tomorrow, uh, there's also nine if you want to drive out hour and a half to Paul Tucket. Uh, you can get <laughs> you get some at that store, yeah. you know. And you're like, no, no, no. Th-. And you know, and the funny thing is that I asked Layla. I said, Layla, I thought you were supposed to get a lap uh, um a laptop. She looked at me. She said, that was expensive. I said, they was. I said, how much was it? She said, they was $100 to $10,000. I say, <laughs> I said, baby, who's spending $10,000 on laptops? I don't know. She said, it was expensive. Yeah. 
well she's a, a laptop i thought she was supposed to get a um notebook a notebook i i, okay. I, I probably told I, I think i said laptop and okay. she knew what i was talking about and yeah. it was you know i'm old old she old did, and out of sync so she did use the displays to take pictures of my tattoo and put it um on all the displays so a lot that's what your avi is right yeah a lot of people know what uh the blackout tips is now in walmart so that's good oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah. yeah, and and I know I seen a uh, little brother was talking about I'm a strict parent. It's not that my phone costs money. Money she don't have to replace if she decides that she wants to. Well, not stuff. just that, but I don't know what you motherfuckers think is on your phone, but I um, got porn. Yeah, she yeah. fuck around and click on the wrong okay. shit. Be looking at titties, and now yeah. I gotta explain that. Fuck yeah. y'all. Yeah, open up the wrong shit. Open up my Tumblr, and that's that. You know. Yeah, I have an adult phone, nigga. Well, I don't know what y'all y'all better go buy your kids some phones. Um, yeah, I can't get titties on my phone. It would probably break it. Cause I have a blackberry. <laughs> oh, you got a flip phone or something? Boy. I got a blackberry. Oh, I don't know much about the phone wars. I so I can't even front. Um, yeah. March 2014 is when I can upgrade. Well, I what was funny too is like um, when because she I was like, well, why don't you have a phone? And she looked at me and was like, I'm seven. And I said that's <laughs> that's a very good point. That's valid. And, and you know what? She's probably been told you're seven. Yeah, she's like seven year olds can't have phones. I said you're right. That's a good point. The phone be smarter than you. Now you can't start that way. Um, no. But yeah, so she uh, we hung out with her and um, she told me how she got candy being a cheerleader on uh, Halloween, Halloween, and she said she was busy being adorable. And oh. before I could, before I even could say, well, you're always adorable. She goes, but I'm always adorable, and I said, God damn it. You have all the confidence in the world, little girl. Oh, oh yeah, she. And so I sat her down. And I said, "Did you know we used to be slaves? We used to be slaves. Take all that confidence that's, out your voice. That's, that's not the right time. They would have been beating you with a whip, raping people. That's what happened, Layla. Your little seven-year-old girl with all your eyes and dreams in the world, thinking you could be anything. Looking at the president, like, oh, he kind of looked like me. I could be president one no, day. You used to be a slave. That's not the right time. To, oh, no, no, sir. Oh, okay, I wasn't we, sure. She talking about Halloween candy. And you know what? But one thing, they was like, she got a lot of candy. Man, she came out with like a trash bag full of damn candy. I was like, yeah. God damn, girl. She tried to get, and then tried to give us the pretzels. Like, nigga, don't nobody want no, no fucking pre- pretzels. Mm-hmm. Give me some no. like good candy. When you sat her down and told her we were slaves, did you wrap her in a Confederate flag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I just started humming like mm-hmm. and rubbing, rubbing on the head. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and she thinks she's slick too because she gave me. She's like, you can hide this. I flipped that over. I was like, what is this? She gave you a cowtail. I, I was like, hey, what the hell's a cowtail? I was like, look, we're gonna have to try. You know, you know, I had I had to go back to my five year. I was like, look, 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 look. I trade you. You take this back. You give me something else. I don't know what a cow tail is, and I don't want tasting to be nasty. See, now that was just. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Karen just wasn't willing to trust. Child. No, I was not. She should have kept the cow tail. It was actually the best candy, and uh you fucked up. I did. Um, I I, tri- I got me a Reese's cup, so that was cool. That's the best candy. It really is good. Yeah. And it was like a whole Reese's cup. Like, that's a good thing about living in a good neighborhood, man. Yeah, they gave whole bars. I look, cause I happened just to peek down in there. She had like the whole bag of M&Ms and Reese's. I was like, God damn, when they stop giving minutes and start, you know, spending the extra 50 cent for the whole bag. Yeah. And Have you guys ever had the, the extra large chocolate bar Reese's? Yeah. It's a very rare treat. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Um, I went to, uh, the other thing is we went to get some gas 
and on our way. How's the gas down there? How's what's the gas? Like? Cheap as shit. We went to South Carolina, mm-hmm. man. It's like uh-huh. they give you like a fill up and a blow job for like half <laughs> off. This shit was like the competition yeah, for South Carolina, Carolina gas is so crazy. And yeah, people would cross that border for it too. Yeah, like literally, like the gas station was full. There was another gas station across the street that had the same gas but five cents more. And no one was there. People was like, "Fuck that! They cheaper, <laughs> right?" Like, is it's, it two something? Is it two something down there? It's uh, it was three oh five, I think, for the dude that was like five cents over. So I guess three dollars or whatever. Oh man, that's how much it is up here. They just opened a Wawa about three miles away from me, and I'm going there every time I had to fill up my tank. Man, that shit, dude. Listen, the line for the three dollar gas was like Mad Max. And then if I was looking across the street, yeah. like, I'll, I just, I'll wait for that five cent. I was waiting on Mel Gibson to show up with like spike body, body armor and like kick ah! a, kick a midget into a big ass dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so we were getting the gas and they have, you know, they have all these ads now at the gas pump and, yeah. uh, there's like, come inside. We got donuts. Uh, come inside. We got ice cream. Come inside. So she was like, I want some ice cream. And I was like, wait, what? You want some ice cream? Oh, that is so gross. She's like, not some ice cream, some ice cream. I said, I know some ice cream. And, uh, it was a big hit, man. Like we did that for about two hours. Um, <laughs> that's what y'all was talking about when y'all got back. You have to get her ice cream? No, no, no. My dad has her train. Like she don't get to have oh. none of her dreams. Oh no, oh no. That, that, mm. I mean, I grew up with these same parents. I'm not really that sympathetic. Yeah, they was like, they was like, okay. sugar, mm-mm. you yeah. done had, you done had your 2% of sugar. A big, for the day. a big night for me was, uh, if I got to get one of the U.S. Army men from Family Dollar, uh, because I wanted a G.I. Joe. You were rolling hard. That was a big night. Like, oh shit, I got a U.S. Army man for only $2.49. Um, but, uh, and then it would tear up on the way home. But, um, <laughs> So we would, we would get, uh, so she was, we did the, the ice cream thing and then she would go, no, I want ice cream, ice cream. And I'll be like, I hear you screaming, but I'm saying you need to calm down. It was, it was good. We have fun. Yeah. Y'all troll that little girl. She's, she's trolls back. Um, now that she does. Um, all right, man. So, uh, we also, uh, have articles to talk about. Kim and Kanye are very upset and they're suing YouTube for um the founder of YouTube went to their um engagement. Uh I don't know if you heard about the engagement announcement, which was like he rented out a stadium and oh. uh hired like an orchestra and um he proposed to Kim Kardashian in front of all these people and stuff. It was crazy. Um it was uh supposed to be a kind of spontaneous proposal ceremony but let's be honest it was at at&t park in san francisco and proceeded not only by uh uh and then uh had like i said proceeded by like an orchestra playing and shit like this um but the youtube founder uh showed up he was not invited but they let him stay under the condition that he would not film it or try to distribute distribute it okay that was the conditions of him staying so he filmed it and distributed it. Well, then, yes, you deserve to be sued. Yeah, and somebody was like, are we sure she didn't do this on purpose? Because she has done this in the history with, uh, you know, her sex tape. Uh. And then the way she got paid was suing those people. But it was obvious that she wanted that tape released, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was like, this is a little different because mm-hmm. I would think that she's suing more 
like either they're suing because they're like we were going to sell this on e yeah which is a valid fucking point like they're like their shit is sellable at this point it makes money Mm -hmm. they are a brand so and we're not getting a dime from your ass yeah you're fucking up my brand mr youtube um the other thing is like let's say they weren't gonna sell it then it's even more fucking like uh upsetting to them because it's a romantic moment, moment that they decided we purposely don't want anyone involved this in this is our, for our family and yeah, our friends it's strength is simply for us that's right and uh i would understand why they would be mad about that yeah. shit um yeah. so i i get why you know uh that they would be right you know and i hope they win because maybe it's just me and i know people have camcorders and phones and around everything but every goddamn thing ain't meant for a camera everything in your life ain't meant to be on film Mm-hmm. True. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 lawsuit also talks shit about the dude. It suggests that Hurley is not a successful entrepreneur. It it notes several alleged failed business ventures. <laughs> so petty. Uh, the the quote says, despite his extraordinary financial success in creating YouTube, which was sold in 2006, Hurley has ever since sought his second act. This has become exceedingly elusive to Hurley. What? Rich people talking shit to each other. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like good Downton Abbey shit yes. talking. My Take money, my dick is longer than yours. Do my laundry after I after I uh, get off with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think everybody goes outside and shake their money tree? My money tree got more money than your money tree. Probably. Yeah. But um, speaking of Kanye West and Kim Kim Kardashian, or mm-hmm. as I like to call him KKK, you know, some people oh, some people go with Kim Ye. I like KKK. Uh, the KKK got in trouble again this week. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, you know, Kanye West has been doing a lot more media, and uh, a lot of people are acting like Karen thinks black kids act like when they come out of Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> Because they are shocked to learn Kanye West, apparently a bit of a narcissist. They're just not realizing this? Uh, yes. I would go by my Twitter timeline. I would say many, many people finally realized this week. Did nobody listen? Kanye West is extremely narcissistic and does not have a lot of, um, value to add to society outside of what is happening to himself. Hey, 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 people. I don't know. I think he's a narcissist, but I think he's adding a lot to the culture. Mm-hmm. Anytime, like, the, every, every. I said, for the record, Chris, before you even finish this sentence. Okay. I said that does not involve himself. Now go ahead. Finish. Uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of think I, he's come up a lot on, on my podcast a lot. And mm-hmm. I, I think he's just like an arrogant wide receiver that can actually back his shit up mm. with like with pretty much great product um yeah i i wouldn't disagree yeah, at all yeah and yeah, I, I just i i don't and then it's it's a and then and i try to stray away from it but it's it's because it's a black dude saying that he's great uh, a lot of a lot of times like the people don't like to hear that yeah there's backlash and, uh, to that yeah, and it's it's uh, he because I had coworkers. He came up in the break room, and this one woman was saying, "Oh, he's arrogant, and he's this, and he's that, and he's trying to do fashion. He should just stay in his lane." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "I was like, why do you, why do you feel it?" And then we I started asking her more questions, and this is just somebody who works in my office that's 
And she's like, well, I kind of wish that I could do fashion, too. But I, you know, I, I got to do my what I'm doing here. I was like, oh, so you don't like Kanye because he's doing something that you're afraid to do. Mm-hmm. And she was basically like, uh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's it. I was like, well, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from doing what you want to do? And don't say your, your job or your husband. Because, I mean, I personally know what that's like from being, being a air quote artist. Mm-hmm. But you still gotta, you, I mean, I don't know. Like, if anything, he should be an inspiration. At least you take some of the, the good shit that he's doing. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel, I kind of, I feel a little conflicted with Kanye because I think he's really talented. And, uh, I don't, I think that, that a lot of that gets lost. Uh, when people uh, bring him up, you yeah, know, they, and, and 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 I think Kanye is one of for a lot of people he's a hot button. Is he he either when you bring him up, you you either gonna get a whole lot of love or a whole lot of hate. And the thing that I want you people to know is, hey, hey come here. Have any of you people ever heard any of his albums ever 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 ever, and paid him any attention? It's yeah. one of those things where you go, do y'all really hear the lyrics? Or are y'all just bopping to his his beats and going with that that nigga good and not realizing yeah. that he, the things he he talks about uh, are, re, are are in his world they're culturally relevant and especially with this last album he's very angry and it comes out and but people dance and pop to it and they just ignore it and I think for me I I love Kanye this is just my personal opinion I I love Kanye. I think Kanye's insane. I think he's a genius. I think he's a narcissist. I think he's an asshole. I think he's all those things. But you know what? I think he could be all those things and be great too. And the Uh thing about it in our society, for some reason, black people aren't allowed to be all those things and still be considered great in their culture and of their generation. And I think that he has the right and the freedom to do that. And I I applaud him for doing that. You know, regardless of what people say and can't say, when you say Kanye West, blackness is automatically attached with that. And that's something Uh you can't shake. And he reminds you every day and he raps and he tells you, motherfucker, I'm black. You know it. I'm blacker than black. And you know it. I'm black and I'm angry. And you know it. I know racism exists. And I'm going to let y'all know how I feel. And it's just something about rapping and telling people how you feel from your perspective that is not the American normal that it makes people mad. And he get backlash about it. And I'm like this. Go, nigga, go. Be yourself. Be free. See, see, this is a part of our country that people fail to realize. As as an artist, you ought to be free to say and and do whatever you want to do and express yourself based off your culture. And that's the thing. His culture is quote unquote not considered American culture, so he's kind of looked at as that other person, and that's why he has a hard time doing these. No, I'm not excusing his bad poor behavior. I'm not excusing his bad judgment. I'm not excusing any of that bullshit. All I'm saying is he has the goddamn right to do what the hell and the fuck he wants to do and still be considered a genius yeah um i also think that uh he's a jackass just like the president said mm-hmm. so um yeah. he was right about that i also think a lot of people are going to be put off by his arrogance uh his brashness and um some of his uh the, the, his examples and the shit that he says here's the thing i'm not put off by it because at no point did I ever think he was this like not arrogant person. I don't know. It's, I think what happens is people appreciate artists' work, and then they forget that at every step of the fucking line, just because you like that per that person's art doesn't necessarily mean you like that person. That's true. 
and right. then and especially in the truth with Kanye and with Jay Z, they are spending every other moment telling you like, "Hey, I'm arrogant." You know what I mean? I'm arrogant. I don't give a fuck. I'm arrogant. I'm brash. I'm going to get drunk at the fucking award show and I'm going to cuss this person out. And you go, that's funny because it happened to Taylor Swift. And when people get mad, everybody's like, why are you so mad at Kanye, man? You don't want to see a black man succeed. He also is an asshole. Yes, like, he is. I, I've said yeah. it, I said it when we talked about the Jimmy Kimmel shit. I said it when, like, he is, like, both of these things are true at the same time. Genius artists. Also, asshole. Yeah. Some people are turned off by the asshole. Yes, they Some are. people might just also be racist and shit like that. But the nigga is an asshole, dog. It happens. Yes, it so, does. So, so the thing for me is, and I, I said this about Jay and Kanye. Pardon me for not being morally outraged or shocked that Jay Z moves with the tenacity of a drug dealer and Kanye is a narcissist. I'm not going to be reading every article going, oh, these niggas again? How can, yeah. Who can keep up that pace? Yeah. You will be doing it forever. Ever. Like, honest, right. like I had to disassociate myself from the idea that Kanye stood for anything more than what is convenient for Kanye at the time. Is he profound at speaking? Yes. Can he, like, he's so racially aware, it's beautiful to listen to. Yeah. yeah. But the nigga is also a fucking asshole. Yes, he is. But- but the same people that fear him or are afraid of him, they they will sell their products uh, with his music in the background. Yeah, well, all is first of all, all, like just on a personal, like people level, like people that don't like him, all negative emotion comes from some form of insecurity, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So there are people that resent him. There's people that are jealous of him. There's people that um, resent like how he. Uh, talks about women there's people that resent uh the fact that he's dating a kardashian there's a ton of people that have all this emotional resentment towards him and that comes from inside whether it's justified or not justified like uh other people say similar things and we don't give a fuck about them why because it's just like i don't care but when the person is actually good at what they do and they're kind of a factor that you can't really ignore I yeah. think that's where the resentment starts because it's like, I, you know, uh, fuck Kanye. He said this thing one time and then it's like, okay, so he said that. Uh, well, did you know that Tay Diggs said the same thing? It's like, yeah, well, fuck him too. But I mean, I don't watch his shit, so who cares? That's right. It's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. What, what's fascinating to me is that you got a black guy that says he's great yeah. and he says he's going to do this and he fucking does it. And it's just like, it's just part of me just like, how can you not get behind that? Like, how can you not be inspired? Like, I, I for because for, he's about what maybe three or four years older than us. If, you know, we're, we're relative. All the three of us are relatively mm-hmm. the same age, and it's, it's just a guy that came from where he came from, and he's just saying that I'm gonna do this, and he just and he does it. Yeah, he called like, he called his shot, and yeah. I remember uh, uh, before an episode here, I played before we were going to talk about Kanye West and Jimmy Kimmel on in that interview. I yeah. played um, Last Call mm-hmm. for everybody before the show started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a which is on his debut album. Him talking shit in a way about Jay Z, Dame yeah. Dash, uh, other record executives, other companies for no one being up on him. He's like, I played yeah. Jesus Walks, and they ain't even want. 
so this is a dude that's always been arrogant that was back when he really didn't have shit to be arrogant about like nope. right. he didn't have these accomplishments now he does yeah he's fucking arrogant i don't know what to tell people when they get yeah. mad at him for being arrogant other than you're gonna stay mad forever because yes you are there will never be a point in time where this dude goes you know what i've realized something um it's not all about me my bad guys it is all about him as far as he's concerned and you know i don't and the thing is i don't even have to i don't even feel like i need to say like i support it or don't support it right, right. he really is going to be this way no matter what niggas think that ain't that true. so it's not even like i don't even feel like uh it's not even like a calling card to be like and kanye needs to know that we got love for him he don't give a fuck like Mm-mm. kanye is more at this point he is more about fighting for kanye's equality that's right in uh this rich arena that's you know because people are like well he has the money to invest in his own fashion line why would he even need to go out and seek these uh white people to invest money in his shit um and his whole point is about his equality he feels like hey if i wasn't a black dude um y'all motherfuckers wouldn't have a problem um investing in my shit y'all do it for all my peers you know right. I, so that's his struggle I can't relate to that struggle necessarily. You know what I mean? I'm not in that world, but I understand the concept. I understand what he's saying. The other thing is, if it wasn't involving him, like say that shit happened to uh, Pharrell and not Kanye West, Kanye West wouldn't give a fuck about it. Oh, no. Because Kanye West is about Kanye West, man. Speaking of which, the article that started this, uh, apparently Kanye West was doing an interview um and uh he was talking about kim kardashian who he's just got engaged to he says she is more influential than michelle obama to which black women said the fuck um because <laughs> hey you talk about michelle obama you talking about all the black women i'm sorry <laughs> i don't care who you are um you cannot be talking about no michelle obama bigger than oprah at this point i'm sorry you can talk yeah. shit about <laughs> oprah Hey, you, but you better not talk about no motherfucking Michelle Obama unless you want to go to war with, with, with all the black women. Um, he says there's no way Kim Kardashian couldn't be on, shouldn't be on the cover of Vogue. He told Ryan Seacrest, um, she's like the most intriguing woman right now. She's like Barbara Walters. She's got Barbara Walters calling her like every day. He threw a little shade at the president adding collectively, we're the most, we're the most influential with clothing. No one is looking at what President Barack Obama is wearing. Uh, Michelle Obama cannot Instagram a pic like what my girl Instagrammed the other day. You know, the one with her cheeks hanging out. Of course not. And I agree. Michelle Obama can't do that. No, but people do be concerned and be trying to find her fashion line or whatever she got on. Now, they be up on them. I mean, I now, personally, do I want to see them cakes? Of course. (laughs) No. But no, she can't do that. She's the fucking first lady of the United States. She can't be fucking showing cakes out there on Instagram doing selfies and shit makes any sense (laughs) you're above that station in life um but uh i think that that statement is directly a result of president obama calling him a jackass of course it is yeah like i like i wasn't even like it took me maybe four seconds to be like oh wait didn't obama call him a jackass okay that's why yeah just because that example has nothing to do with nothing um but apparently i guess uh maybe michelle obama was on the front of vogue or some shit i don't know um but uh the good news kanye vogue does like 12 covers a year bro like kim will be on one of course um so uh what else is uh 
Yeezy also revealed more details about just how in love he is, admitted to Seacrest. He was nervous about proposing to the reality TV Empress. Uh, I was nervous. I was talking to her cousin. I was like, I don't know. What do you think she's going to say? I'm not arrogant about love and feelings at all. I'm confident in the work I put so much in work. I, I put so much work into, but this is someone else's feelings. You never know what someone else may feel at the time. I just knew I wanted her to be my girl for a long time. So, uh, yeah, man, he's, um, he's also, you know, engaged to this woman. So I'm assuming that that's part of what's fueling him to overrate her. You know, he's not looking at it cold and clinically like a Twitter follower or, oh no, you know, this nigga in love, he probably do think she better than Barack, than Michelle Obama Obama and all that shit too. Um, but yeah, he do interviews and he's saying arrogant shit. Surprise y'all. Kanye was arrogant. Um, (laughs) speaking of. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go I was ahead. just going to say at this point with just people, you know, dressing up, white people dressing up in blackface and Kanye saying what he's got to say, I just feel bad for the, the bloggers because I feel like mm-hmm. we should have a, we should wear ribbons for bloggers with their hands hurting and get a carpal <laughs> tunnel for all these fucking internet articles. That are, I can't even believe with, I need more clicks. Yeah, I, you know what I can't believe, man, is are the, the I don't know. I just must be out of the loop, man, because I saw a lot of people being like, um, this is the last straw for me. He's promoting white women's beauty over black women's beauty or something. And I was like, I think I read the same article and I didn't get that from there. But I'm not even like, I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't even argue it. It's just one of those like, I, people are mad as shit. Like, I, if they, if people feel like betrayed, and it's weird, like, cause it's like, if it's something that he's always done, it's weird that this was the last straw. Oh, yeah. And if it's something that is new, the, if it's just this one article, then it's like, I didn't get it from this. Mm-mm. So this is, but I was like, you know, um, I can understand why you would hate this dude. I don't know what to tell y'all, man. Like, he a very hateable guy. Uh, I'm surprised motherfuckers have made it to 2013 to be like, you know what? I was thinking about Kanye West. Kind of an asshole. I think I like him. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, and did you know what? Slavery was real. Right. I don't know if you guys read the last article, but uh, (laughs) Kanye West, jerk. The guy's been around for over 10 years and people are just realizing it. Yeah. Now, if he would have called, man, now what I'm starting to think of is what if he really would have said something fucked up about uh michelle obama because the thing is people are mad at him but uh i guarantee if i took a poll nobody would disagree with kanye michelle obama cannot take a picture with her cakes out oh no we we all agree now in his world he thinks that makes his woman better and um you know i understand what he's saying he's he's, he wants to see them cakes and i get it but um what if he would have said some shit like and michelle obama ugly as fuck Woo! internet explode yeah we wouldn't be able to do podcasts anymore. god damn <laughs> <laughs> Woo! i think he took it easy personally like if he would have said man first of all fuck president obama he's a jackass Woo-hoo! hot fire <laughs> mm. i could do four five hours of a podcast just based on that shit alone oh can you imagine the death threats this nigga would get oh oh kanye it's coming i hope um uh there's a scientific um there's a scientific uh study that has just been released usa today was covering it um this may change the way a lot of you guys live your lives but 
scientifically speaking men really do ogle women's bodies oh and you know what did you know also know that slavery was real mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how relevant that is <laughs> yep uh, apparently men checks out the bodies which to me the only reason i would bring this up is now women can stop uh acting like when men say stuff like when they go well what part of the body are you attracted to when men say shit like well you know the eyes i'm really yeah fuck them they lie just leave right there yeah they are he's a hustler baby nobody looking at your eyes first Mm-mm. we are all looking at maybe them thighs you know what i mean but not them eyes first not first yeah, we make it to the face last. That's why porn stars be ugly, man. Nobody looking at that shit. Yeah, some of them ain't pretty in the face. No, they yeah. ain't. Mm-mm. Plus, every woman, every woman is ugly with a dick in her mouth. Think oh, about it. Oh Lord, it is. Make that face. It's fucking weird. But it's like some a people fish. That's a turn on now. Come on, dog. It is a turn on if it's my dick in your mouth, obviously. But I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a beauty. No one poses for that selfie. One of my favorite R and B stars, Glenn Lewis. On his comeback album, has a song called "Ugly Face." So there you go. There you go. That that relates to something Chris talked about. Uh, No, it's ugly. (laughs) The ugly face. You guys are talking about the. But what's the what's the song about though? I mean, is it about dick sucking or what? It's a it's a fuck song. Oh, I haven't I haven't heard this. I had to now. This is Chris giving me homework assignments during the show. Ugly. Trying to give. I know how you are about assignments. I was just saying that. Who is it? Glenn Lewis. Glenn Lewis, don't you remember the song, Don't You Forget It? Don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home. You don't remember that? Nah, but I'm looking at, he looks like R. Kelly with hair. No. He was great. He was great. He had like a couple of songs and he just, he had tried to come back and albums like flopped, but he just got a great voice. Well, I refuse, I refuse to get into this tangent. Um, all right, so. Rabbit hole, I'll yeah, I'm no budding this uh this this part of the conversation. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, until now we didn't have evidence people were actually doing this to women's bodies. We have women's self reports, but this is some of the first work document that people actually engage in this. Here's the only problem I have with this. I feel like if they they only studied 29 women, 36 men. That's. But I feel like women would do this to women too. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, because. I like to look at women, and me and Roger got around some women were jogging today. We was looking like, oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. My lady, the cheeks on her. Women Good are for beautiful. Her. Good for her. You know, I think you guys would like a site called, a Tumblr page called Your Ex-Girlfriend. And that's all I'm going to say, if you would like that. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Hopefully it's not revenge porn, because I'm, I'm not into that. But no, uh, I, I am into... I, I just say check it out. And your your listeners should check it out too. My time, I'm, I'm into the one that does the yoga pants tumbler. That's my. I shirt. like that one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, whoever convinced these women to walk around in yoga pants is the fucking smartest person on the earth. I'm convinced mm-hmm. that that was just some pervert being like, you know what really helps stretching these tight pants that accentuate the ass. Like, really? That's what's gonna help me get in more in shape. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's just. What's uh, it called? This yoga pants tumbler. Uh, I I I don't know. I have to send it to you, man. Okay, I'll, all right. Yeah, but um, yeah, the yoga pants tumbler is the shit. It is nice. Um, but yeah, thank you, ladies. Um, the thing that's funny too is because they'll be like, "I'm not wearing it for you." In street harassment. Hey, I didn't street harass you. 
i'm just saying i appreciate it in my brain can i have my thoughts please you can't get well, out of my brain yes, that's all i'm saying um plus nobody ever talks about home harassment and that i do participate in all the time uh rachel maddow <laughs> <laughs> rachel maddow uh there's this article by peter d rosenstein who thinks rachel maddow should co-anchor the nbc nbc's olympic uh broadcast um because she gay y'all that's because she's gay mm-hmm. you know russia okay. is where the olympics are and russia is oh, cracking yeah. down on gay and lesbian citizens they've been locking up people left and right and, you know a couple people had to leave the country like the girls from pussy riot um so they're going to already have um i forget the guy's name but the guy who does the uh american brought like coverage of the um uh skating he's gay but he is like actively saying like i'm not trying to make a statement i just happen to be gay and i want to do my job right right yeah so i read this article and i'm like here's the thing um i i get that you want to make like a statement but has rachel maddow expressed any interest in even doing this that's true like does she just want to be seen as a statement like is this something she's down with because it's always weird when people propose these ideas about stuff like this without even like it's almost as dehumanizing as saying um it's almost like when people go oh uh so i didn't know you were gay uh hey i I know a gay guy would you like to date him it's like what the fuck is that yeah it's insulting (laughs) you know hey you, you happen to be black chris i know a black woman like, oh, that's happened before. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a little dehumanizing, right? It's a little bit like, yeah, um, I'm a person, and I uh, I have likes and wants and needs, and uh, there's more to me than just I'm a gay person or I'm not. But yeah, he wrote this long ass article about like, yeah, she gay, y'all. So let her gay up the Olympics. Wants to do it or has time to do it or y'all? You just I don't even think she's ever covered. Hat. Yeah, I don't even think she's ever covered sports before. No, she hasn't. It just really seems like. To just make a statement, find a gay person we know about, put them on TV. We're going to show Russia. I'm like, all right, man. Calm down. Yeah. Um. All right. We have some. Uh, I want to talk about some Halloween stories. All right, guys. Okay. Okay. This is, this is my favorite time of the year. The podcast after Halloween. All okay. Right. What happens when you dress as a Boston Marathon victim and post it on Twitter? I don't know what happens. You get flambeed, probably. <laughs> you, yeah, you lose your job. You, uh, wow, okay. Yeah, you, you get exploded upon, um, by Twitter. Um, Alicia Ann Lynch, a 22 year old from Michigan, tweeted and Instagrammed a photo of herself at work dressed as a Boston Marathon victim for Halloween. Oh, Which, she thought that was cool. It's funny because that means everybody else in the office just went, "Oh, Alicia," and didn't take pictures. Oh, she did the uh, she did the she blood? came to work like that. Yeah, she was oh. so proud she came to work. Oh, so she didn't just dress up in like sweats, a shirt, and a number or something like that. She well, she had you can see the picture right here, Karen. She had like blood all over her, like scars oh. and bruises, and uh, yeah, so. So yeah, they figured out uh that she once posted a photo of her driver's license. Use that information to attack her. 
by the way the kind of person that takes a picture of them in an offensive costume and sends it out to the world probably has a picture of their driver's license um somewhere too because like wow they were dumb enough to think this would go over you know did she post that or somebody people found that um it looks like people um people found this picture because she posted it somewhere oh and they probably did like scanning and then found her yeah Yeah, it has her like her her home address all this shit so yeah they had a driver's license um they found that shit um and of course is gonna make her michigan dead (laughs) that was corny i'm sorry uh, i feel like horatio should put on his shades after that line (laughs) <laughs> won't be fooled again the uh the internet rage spun out of control as twitter users took out their anger at lynch by contacting her family they also circulated her family they also circulated new pictures and videos of her they found on tumblr damn wow how did, whoa how did that happen internet justice baby lynch deleted all her social media accounts then later reopened her twitter to attempt to be forgiven for her costume uh, commenters on the Boston sports, uh, sports article about Lynch began to track her down through all the information, including her employer and her dad's company. Shit. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, Boston Marathon victim Sydney Cor- Corcoran, who was severely injured along with her mother, also tweeted in anger at the girl. Uh, in her reopened Twitter, Lynch said she lost her job over the costume. Uh, and she apologized, but the internet anger continued to go. Um, wait, hold on. That's weird because she lost her job because it was posted online, but then she came to that same job and nobody said anything. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They didn't have any issues, but you know, hey, you start making someone look bad, you fucking with the money, you gotta go. Yeah, cause yeah, cause they probably got calls and shit like from people that were angles like, hey, hey. Um, you know that outfit you had on? Um, people actually are angry about that, and you're causing, we're losing customers because of you. So, uh, you got to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she lost her job and shit. Um, here's the thing. Um, I don't feel sorry for her. Cause I do think when you like do shit like this, you want to offend people. Yeah. Like you, you picked this on purpose cause you knew it was offensive. This is one of the possible outcomes of that yes it is um do should people make you lose your job and shit i mean they probably don't have to do that but um it's a fucking risk it's it's kind of like you know because people are going to compare this to like well bill maher wears a costume yeah bill maher's a fucking comedian that knows it's offensive when he leaves the house he wants to offend you yeah so i you know i just don't buy that like i guess some people feel like um you know this shit shouldn't happen what i find whoever you are offending (laughs) yeah what i find the most funny is that the people that were so outraged over this probably saw at least three to five people in blackface and didn't say shit yeah people it's so arbitrary the way people pick what they're going to be offended by like granted this this choice was it's just in poor taste i'm not offended by it but i can look at that and be like damn that you probably shouldn't it this Halloween is now when I when I was damn it I don't know when I think of Halloween I think of kids dressing up in little cute little costumes and shit you see some of your friends on Facebook that post their kids and oh this is adorable and then now like within the past five or six years you just see that Halloween is just rumspringer for people that want to be racially <laughs> uh, racially uh, offensive and, and, and just, yes. just 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 so. There's just this lack of 
crazy unawareness for uh everything. Yes, you know? it's like I can't dress like this any other time of the year, but I'm gonna do it for Halloween. Yeah, yep. it's just so weird. Like, how much attention are you lacking? I mean, I'm a comedian and I do a podcast, and it's it's like I'm a person that's like, hey, me, me, me. But damn it, there's there's uh, <laughs> this I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird, man. It's, it is. It's, it's, but, I, you know, my thing isn't that you can't be offensive. It's just that you do understand when you do offensive shit, people are going to take, uh, you know, take take offense to it. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand because, like, a lot of comedians, like, will do that thing where they like, yeah, I said something offensive, but you didn't have to get offended. It's like, motherfucker, that's the point. Right. You, mm-hmm. you took a chance with your comedy. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. doesn't. That yeah. like, what's the point of doing this if everybody was gonna go? Oh well, that's a totally acceptable joke. Good job. You know, like sometimes people are gonna be like, "Fuck you, man! I don't appreciate you talking about abortion this way or whatever." It just happens. So, yeah, when regular people tried, um, and personally, I think her costume's hilarious. By the way, um, when regular people tried, you can still get the fucking um, you can still get the horns, dog. Yeah, you can still can. get. Sandman yeah. gonna come sweep you off of that stage. Yeah, he is, and push yeah. you out the front door. Nope. You just have to be aware when you take a stance like that, when you pick up a microphone, when you, there's a certain responsibility that comes with that, and you just have to, you just have to be aware. And then right. a lot of, like, I think people that do what we do, I think there should be some self-awareness involved and, and how you come off, and, and not everybody's gonna be on board, but the people that are really good at their job, and they're a lot of people half of the people like them and then half probably don't yeah i feel like there's two levels of co- of halloween costumes at this point there's the oh wow that is good you know and then there's this this other reaction that everybody has which is look at the balls on you you know yeah. and i feel like this is one of those look at the balls on you costumes and it backfired yeah. it happens yeah, because I've been so far removed from Halloween since about third grade, and I think that happened because I got a Legend of Zelda strategy guide on the day of Halloween, and it got it got sent to me in the mail, and I was, like, so excited about that, I didn't go trick-or-treating. No mm-hmm. top for that, sir. That's all it yeah. takes. Uh, here's another person using Halloween for their own personal um, issues. Uh, this lady uh, decided that uh, trick-or-treaters need to learn another lesson. See if I can, where's my volume at? I don't know. There we go. More than just candy was given out to some trick-or-treaters in Albuquerque. Some parents say their kids came home with anti-abortion flyers attached to their goodies. As Action 7 News reporter Regina Reese explains, that parent calls it inappropriate. It's Halloween. They're just trying to enjoy their candy, not have some heart-to-heart about abortion of all issues. This flyer attached to candy dropped into the bags of some trick-or-treaters in northwest Albuquerque near Vista Alegre. It's kind of offensive to a parent just because, I mean, they're pretty much getting told what to talk to their kids about. And Frank Valdez says he immediately noticed the anti-abortion handouts when the kids got back from trick-or-treating. The kids have just finished trick-or-treating. They were doing the typical spilling out the candy on the table so they can be checked. That's when something stood out like a sore thumb, an offensive sore thumb. We noticed a bunch of cards attached to them. Um, it just turned out to be those abortion, those anti-abortion cards. 
Valdez says he's not sure who handed out the cards, but say the children remember seeing some anti-abortion signs up in one neighborhood. I think they're targeting the wrong audience. I mean, they didn't know they what was here. going on. They, I mean, they didn't ask about them. They just got tossed. Now some residents hope the person who attached these to candy realizes some people took offense, and they don't do it again next year. Reporting in Albuquerque. Okay, this can I say? They're going to do that again next year. Hold on, wait, Carrot, Carrot, hold on, I'm sorry. Carrot, what, why'd you say they were targeting the wrong audience? Because they already have. Okay. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like if we're going to target it, we need to target it like prior to them being born. What If I'm old enough to say trick or treat, you you way too late. Yeah. I, like, I like that y- y'all think that that. <laughs> it's like. The the abortion is for the kids getting the candy, but it's it's for the kids if they decide in the future, y'all. Like one day these kids will have sex at some point, and they might get we, pregnant. We ain't concerned about that. No, that's what this person's concerned oh, okay. about. I'm saying it's funny that y'all are like, oh, it's too late. The kids are here. Yeah. What's yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Trick or treat abortion? No. Like, it's just fucking stupid. Like it's just like they're. I don't know, man. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our society is just such a. We're becoming so. We're becoming such a bubble wrap society that we can't. Like it's shitty for the person to put the anti-abortion thing. Like that's that's stupid. It but is. Just, everybody just just offended all of the time. Yeah, and my just, my thing is this, Chris. What kid think it's cool? To look at a baby being aborted, mixed in with the M and M's, that is not a good thing. I didn't expect this. You dumping all this candy out, going, "Where all these aborted babies come from?" Yeah. And then you got to explain to your child, "Mommy, daddy, what's this?" And a lot of parents are like, "Oh fuck!" You know, now I got to explain to a three-year-old what the hell this picture is. Yeah, I would say uh, nerves isn't just a clump of sugar. It, it's it's a human being, y'all. It is. Um, you, you know the M and M's can talk. You didn't. You didn't see the. You didn't see the uh, commercials. Uh, here, here's a uh, here's another uh, Halloween story. Favorite holiday, by the way. Um, uh, let me refresh this. I was just playing, but uh, this is a good one, guys. Here we go. Whew. Serious news music. I'm yeah. Natalie De Blasio, and this is Newsbreak. So this attempt to fight childhood obesity is making people furious, and it's understandable why. A woman in Fargo, North Dakota, has announced that when fat trick-or-treaters come to her door, she's going to give them a letter to give to their parents instead of any Halloween candy. And the letter probably isn't going to leave any children with a smile on their face. It basically says, your child is moderately obese and should not be consuming sugar or treats to the extent of some children this Halloween season. The woman, who remains unidentified, says, quote, My hope is that you will step up as a parent and ration candy this Halloween. She thinks that the parents should be not allowing their children to continue these, quote, unhealthy eating habits. In a radio interview this morning, the author of the letter explains that she just wants to, quote, send a message to the parents of the kids that are really overweight. She says, quote, I think it's just really irresponsible of some parents to send them out looking for free candy just because all the other kids are doing it. So what do you think? Is this woman going too far? Or all right, um, I just hope she does this at Christmas too. You know, mm-hmm. oh, like does your the- kid already has too many toys. Oh, does, does does she do that at Halloween? Go to her family members and smack the dressing out their hands. You've had enough to eat. You've been eating all goddamn year. No turkey for you, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. What the hell is wrong with you, woman? People eat. 
Eating is a part of life. What about food tastes good? Don't people understand? You've had enough. Yeah, I want to know what happens when no four, dressing for you. What happens when four trick or treaters come up to the door and one of them's fat? Like, does she go, "Oh, here you go. Here's a Snickers for you. Mm-hmm. Three Musketeers. Here's a Reese's cup, and uh, here's a letter." <laughs> <laughs> Just give this to your parents. Just give this to your parents when you get home. They'll understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and 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 she, and she doesn't think that 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 there's nothing wrong with uh that behavior. And you know what? I I, I want to mm-hmm. know what she does. Like, is she fat? It doesn't matter. Here's here's what the problem is. Um, for something that you guys, I think both of you guys will agree with this since you your stance is on slavery. Um, okay. the problem is that kids have forgotten because they've gotten spoiled and lazy. The trick in trick or treat. <laughs> this is what the trick is for. The street justice should take care of this lady. That's true. She yeah. co- she comes outside car egg to shit. You know how hard it is to get dried egg up off your fucking car? It's very difficult. You might never get it oh, off. Or oh, 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 you know what? I know the awake uh, kids, you know, they kind of heavy. They can't move as fast. But mm-hmm. you get a gr- enough group of them together, they can do some damage to this lady. Yeah. I'm, why are you talking about violence? That's not a trick. That's just a fucking assault. A trick in trick or treat is like you like toilet paper in someone's house. That's the trick part. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do something that's gonna like fucking get you in prison. I'm like kill this lady because she sent some letters out. But you do something. It's like oh, you want to be an they asshole. Ain't get no candy. You know how kids think. Kids like fuck you, bitch. You ain't give me no goddamn candy. I'm gonna kill you. I came out here breathing all hard, sweating from house to house, bitch. And you gonna give me a goddamn letter? Fuck you. Candy does uh, have that effect on kids. Yeah, it, that's it what is. I'm saying. You talking about a child from a child's frame of mind? They was living. They, they probably looked at her like, um, excuse me, ma'am. Um, how come my three skinny friends got candy and you give me a letter? <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, the the but yeah, can I, I think the trick and trick or tree, like, you know, bag of flaming poop on someone's doorstep, um, you know, ding dong ditch, st- shit like that. You don't you don't like you're not you don't go commit a triple homicide because this woman wouldn't give you some candy. But you might wanna like, you know, um cut her hedges fucked up or something, you know? I never did anything like that. It was just so, like, anti-clothes. We would have a Halloween parade at school, and then people would hand out candy. It was just, like, I don't know, man. Stuff is getting weird now. And and I have a question. How does she dictate who's fat, who's not? Does she check your BMI? Does she, you know, does she have like a a, a weight thing? The eye test, Karen, the same oh, way. Oh, okay. okay. I, I thought, the I, same I, way everyone determines kids are fat. Okay, Ter- no. Terrio would not get candy at this woman's house. Oh, okay. I thought she did like the rise. You must be this tall and this big to get candy at my house. It's like a scale. Yeah. Um, But here's the thing, too, though. Um, The reason that this shit never happened around your way, Chris, the same reason never happened around my way, and that's because everybody understood the game. Yeah. Turn your fucking porch light off or give out apples at your own discretion. Like, yeah, you, you, you fuck around and be like, hey, I, I'm just want the kids to be healthy. Here is some celery. Okay, motherfucker, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll, don't, we, and, we got something for and, your celery, bro. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. This article and the one you played before, let me tell you why these motherfuckers did this. Because these cities out in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere mm-hmm. and because it's out in the middle of nowhere where the houses are probably 25 miles apart 
and it's probably hard to track people down. Uh, you do this in the main city, somebody will, 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 will investigate your fingerprints and find out who the fuck is giving out abortion cards and giving out letters to mm-hmm. their kids. Well, here's another article, but before I even can play this article, it's still a Halloween thing, but, uh, it's, it's just bigger than just Halloween, uh, right now. Um, it's also fucking with black people. Just fucking with them black people. Just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play some fucking with black people. Had to take the day off because chill. Want to talk about feminists all fucking day? But we are back this time, <laughs> and it's a very special, spooky Halloween edition of, <laughs> of fucking with black. People. <laughs> oh, niggers. <laughs> Aren't they scary? <laughs> but uh, here's the uh, article for fucking with black people. Uh, we know that Halloween is Oh, wait, tomorrow. let me get some volume. The story next is yeah, raising some reason. eyebrows. Black trick-or-treaters not welcome in a white neighborhood in Norfolk. It is what one Larchmont resident posted on Craigslist, telling teenagers and those of color to stay out. Lori Simmons has more. Yeah. Craigslist rant starts out attacking overage trick-or-treaters in the Larchmont Edgewater neighborhood in Norfolk. We hate seeing kids older than 12 going house to house for free candy. Doing so is illegal, and this year, we will be calling the police. But then the post deteriorates into a series of racial slurs. And you, N-words, stay the hell out. Uh, by the way, the word is nigglets. Oh, not, not nigglets. One of my favorite words. We're a white neighborhood, and we don't want you baboons here. You little turds better think twice going into my neighborhood or you will be legally punished. You can't discriminate against who comes in into what neighborhood. News Channel 3 brought the post to Norfolk Police Spokesman Chris Amos. And he says as long as trick-or-treaters are 12 and under and fill up on candy before 8 p.m., no one can tell them to stay out of a certain neighborhood. Even though officers will respond to calls for overage trick-or-treaters. It's a busy time of the, the, the year and a busy night of the year for us. So uh, really we're more concerned with just the safety of the kids out trick-or-treating than uh, the ages. For those who live in the Larchmont Edgewater neighborhood, it's the outright racism that upsets them most. It's very shocking, yeah, to hear this in our world. And they say for years, kids of all races have been coming to their neighborhood from all over the city, and they welcome them. People see the teenagers as a threat, but kids come in all colors and shapes, and kids are Halloween, and Halloween's for kids. In Norfolk, Lori Simmons, News Channel 3. Now, in Virginia Beach, kids who are 12 and younger can trick-or-treat until dusk or 8 p.m., whichever comes first. It is the same in Chesapeake. To see your city's laws about trick-or-treating, go to... All right, all right. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. How do you keep black kids out of Norfolk, Virginia? You can't. What what neighborhood is this? Is it black? I don't know. Maybe I just don't know the census of, of... Virginia anymore of that area, but I don't know. Karen, what were you gonna say? No, I'm gonna say they are police officers. They're worried about the motherfuckers just actually committing crimes, not a 13 to 14 year old knocking on your door with talking about some goddamn trick or treat. Mm-hmm. You know, they they worried about this lady that be giving letters and the one giving abortion cards, and they also are worried about now if the teenager robbed the little kids. Okay, we got a crime, but mm-hmm. other than that, I I don't. 
I, I don't understand. You know, kids will try to trick or treat until they can't no more. Yeah. And that le- that letter's kind of shitty too because how can you call somebody a, a gorilla and then call them a little shit? Like mm-hmm. you know, that's not the best size difference. Like if either you're gonna be a gorilla or a little shit, you know, yeah, a gorilla is a big thing. Yeah, I, I like I, I like that the article. I like that the letter starts off being about overage trick or treaters, mm-hmm. and at yeah. some point they just lost their shit and just went to racism. Like, oh yeah, because it started off and it wasn't even as angry. It's just like, listen, if you are over twelve and you come here trying to do uh, get candy, we will call the authorities as it is against the law. Mm-hmm. Also, you nigglets need to understand, like, what, like, did, did this happened? dude go out and watch Twelve Years a Slave and come back and finish this article or what? Thinking yeah. he was, she was Master Epps or something. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of more fucking with black people, a Jesus costume prompts Highland Park School to pull a student from class. I know what you guys are thinking. Why would this happen? Black people. Highland Park High School senior Marshawn Sanders, that's the rings, was pulled from class, <laughs> <laughs> pulled from class on Halloween. A traditional costume day for students after dressing like Jesus. According to Sanders' mother, Anjanita Friesen, uh, who some parents, some teachers found his costume offensive. He was readmitting to school after changing out, readmitted to school after changing out of the costume. Sanders' costume included a long white robe, red sash, headscarf, and a cross necklace. Uh, shortly before school let out the, uh, for the day, the high school released a statement saying that upon further review, Sanders was told he could put the costume back on. Fuck you! But Friesen, who met with the school administrators along with her son to discuss the matter, said he chose not to do so. They realized they may have been premature and didn't really assess the situation, said Friesen, who wondered if the image of a black Jesus evoked strong feelings. Race- I blame Kanye. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, said that's all his fault. He was like Mary would have sold was more influential in the prostitute area yeah, and than he, Michelle Obama. And, and everybody people, got mad. And black people can't be Jesus. I thought you knew. Race is an issue in our country. We will struggle with racism. I don't know if it was a, that was a factor, but it may have been. Would a Caucasian student dressed as Jesus have had the same effect? Friesen said she didn't question her son's choice of a costume when he left for school. I encourage him to dress as someone inspiring or uplifting. But the costume ran afoul of school policy, which states that costumes that could be offensive or perpetuate a stereotype of someone's culture, gender, sexual orientation, heritage, or religion are not permitted. But that's not really against that pro- that that's not really against that policy. Because it's not unless you're saying Jesus is a stereotype of his of the Christian religion. Yeah. Um, to be loving and forgiving. <laughs> like what i don't get well just listen this is a harmful no, religious stereotype jesus ain't supposed to be black that's what that boiled down to um right they were right that was the offense they were like mm-hmm. yeah a black jesus come on buddy he doesn't yeah. have that dirty skin he yeah. never had that dirty skin. even though when i read the bible it said he has hell wool yeah why is i'm black, not trying to hear that sir. why is black jesus stealing stuff okay jesus would never steal stuff oh. uh melinda valdick uh, said the school's director of communication said, who's the school director of communication said the costume could be interpreted as poking fun or perpetuating a religious stereotype. Costumes trivialized, she said. I'm sure that wasn't his intent, but we want to maintain a culture of mutual respect. Um, I wondered though, cause like, okay, trying to be open minded. 
let's say someone else dressed as buddha or you know another religious figure would they also be like kicked out if they were black yeah and then the fact that the school (laughs) said if they were black uh and then the fact that the school said they would let them back in doesn't that kind of do away with her original point like yeah y'all look like fools yeah the school says no it's not offensive yeah y'all look like fools there was not a problem with the child's outfit somebody was like "Mm -mm, ain't no niggas being jesus up in here everybody panicked Y'all sent him home. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. My bad. We was wrong. Fuck you. When Friesen asked her what she meant by offensive, she couldn't tell me. He's walking around dressed like Jesus, a religious icon. What's offensive about that? Sanders was first informed that he had to take out the large cross he wore around his neck because before he could return to class, but was later instructed to remove the entire costume, Friesen said. Friesen and her sons are members of the Jesus name (laughs) Apostolic Church of Waukegan. Uh, oh, that's up in so that's Highland Park up in mm-hmm. uh, suburban Chicago, mm-hmm. and that's a really rich area. And I think that's uh, that I I used to work not too far from there in Skokie, and that's near like a predominantly Jewish uh, community. Yeah, he, he was he, he was probably a chocolate chip, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um but yeah last halloween he dressed up as a rap artist formerly known as snoop dogg and they didn't have a problem with that message yeah yeah why Mm -hmm. because snoop dogg is black so you know what and bringing this back to kanye like he did say in that that bbc interview he was saying like how it's okay it's cool to be a nigger but if i say i am a god then it's like oh shit you know this we got a problem with this exactly and it's like that, and we were slaves, guys. I don't know if you know, remember. Wait, what? Yeah, we used to be slaves, and now. Did nobody like, tell me this information? This is breaking right. news. Now, he could have been, so wait, you saying this dude could have been a vampire. Mm-hmm. A, uh-huh. He could have been a Frankenstein, a zombie, mm-hmm. a witch, a, yeah. a demon. Yes. Yep. But you better not dress your black up ass, black ass up as Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not nope. as the son, not as the son of man, son of the Lord. Yeah, he did not die for our sin with that bronze skin. You are making mm. a mockery of Jesus being black, but you can be a rap guy, right? Uh, nothing wrong with blackface though. Um, no, nah, just kidding. They they didn't say that. Um, <laughs> all right, man, we uh have some games to play here, and uh, right. we got to get into some. Oh wait, I didn't give those scores. Okay, for the Craigslist poster. Um, I'm only going to give this a 50 out of a hundred cause they did it anonymously Yep, and they never stepped forward to defend themselves. Mm-mm. Uh, I think to get a hundred here now, you really got to go for the gusto and like come in there and be like, yeah, I said it, you know, just right. They could have had a, it. they could have had an interview with like a, a really docile looking white woman who was saying this racist shit would have been even perfect. That would have been a hundred if she was like, "Well, I just don't think the nigglet should come." That's all. Oh yeah, Daddy got a hundred twenty-five. Yeah, when I see a baboon, I just think of black people. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, yeah, a hundred for fucking with black Jesus. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's Jesus. Yeah. You know how black people feel about some Jesus. Um, he was black, and they didn't have no fucking reasoning behind it other than. But come on, <laughs> like that was the, yeah. come on. He's he's that was the back. Right? I mean, he dressed like Avon Barksdale. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. 
look at him i, I mean, mean i can see if I he mean, wanted to be snoop dogg i mean i, I mean i could have went with abraham you know i could have right. went with any other the characters now, now in my mind though here's 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 how fucked up i am in my mind when i first read this article i kept picturing him just being fucked up as black jesus and that was why they really did it and then him pretending that it wasn't like him just being like like him just being like hey let black jesus see them titties bitch and then everybody's like take off the costume marshawn jesus christ falling asleep in class right yeah getting there late like black jesus Black Jesus trying to smoke his other weed, my niggas. Like, uh, oh, come on, Marshawn. Take the costume uh, off. You're acting the fool. Yeah, you got to get out of here. And then being like, oh, innocent when they showed up. Like, why? When you were Snoop, you showed up on time. Right. <laughs> when you were Snoop, the weed smoking made sense, Marshawn. I don't know what you're doing. Now, now. it doesn't. Uh, all right, man. Let's play our game. It's time for some guest race. That's right. It's guest race time. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land. We bring different people from around the country and read different articles from around the country. We ask them to guess the race of the people involved. Today's guest is Chris Lambert, comedian and podcaster. Chris, are you ready to play some Guess the Race? I'm ready, Rod. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, chat room plays along and the chat room is very racist. All right, let's go. The first article is about uh, a man who is a clown, okay? Tears of a clown, I like to call it. Here we go. clown in Kenosha gave the police nothing to laugh about. Yeah, a drunken clown accused of dangling children from a train overpass and scaring them so much so that they were crying. Fox 6's Myra Sanchez here in the studio now with this story that really is bizarre, Myra. Yeah, police say this clown apparently had too much to drink at a Halloween party in Racine. Then he turned into a very mean, scary clown. This is the area where Kenosha police say two children could have easily lost their lives in a bizarre situation. Police say this man, Antonio Brown, was arrested after they got an emergency call in the middle of the early morning Monday. The caller said there was a clown on the railroad tracks dangling a child from the overpass. When police got there, they say Brown was drunk, wearing clown makeup after attending a Halloween party. His girlfriend's 8-year-old and 13-year-old were holding each other and crying uncontrollably. Oh, Lord. The older child told police while his mother was sleeping, Brown took the children for a walk on the train tracks. Brown, the boy said, had a bottle of alcohol he was drinking. The boy wanted to go home. He told police Brown grabbed him, picked him up, and hung him upside down from the overpass, stating, If you try that again, I'm going to drop you. A short time later, Brown allegedly grabbed the younger child by the hair and tried to pull him up the train ladder. The child was screaming. The older boy tried to intervene and said Brown pushed him back hard. He then heard the younger child screaming for help and saw Brown hanging the child from the edge of the train. That child told police Brown threatened to drop and kill him. That's very scary. Brown's sister, who asked that her face not be shown, says she's concerned. It just kind of shocked me. Like, I was like... I. I just said, really? Really? I was shocked. Because it's not, I mean, my kids are around him pretty much. I don't have an issue. I don't, you know, I don't know. I was just shocked at the whole thing. Now, the mother of the children involved was too upset to speak about the incident. The children are physically okay. 
Marion Brad. Wow. Wow. Well, um, I guess it's safe to say those kids are on the wrong side of the tracks. Am I right, guys? Come on. Hello, yes. my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Mammy. So, uh, <laughs> what? Guess the race of Antonio Brown, uh, the guy who's just clowning around. Uh, Rod, I'm going to say black, and I'm going to preface it by saying we should blame Tyler Perry for this and Michael Ely when Michael Ely and for colored girls hung out those kids and dropped them. (laughs) That that set light-skin actors back at least two and a half years. And I'm going to go with that because that's straight from that movie. I think that guy probably watched that scene and wanted to just black. All right. Let's see. The chat room says a black man that wanted to let the kids know he could have been a slave. Oh, <laughs> this is how that master used to do us. Homie, don't play like that. Clack. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good, Leonard Brothers. Uh, homie, don't play that black. Oh, sorry, we don't got you. Two seconds too late. Uh, homie, don't play that. Wait, apparently he does play that. Said Chuck Spears. Homie, the clown. Uh comes from a family of weave wearers with no edges oh my i knew uh let's see the, the black because he's bored in wisconsin as brown as his liquor the cl- oh my the clown is a negro and he dates white women and jungle locust <laughs> jungle locust <laughs> uh the correct answer is of course black Chris, what gave it away for you, man? What was the, what was the clue? Me, uh, I would just say because uh, Antonio Brown. Mm. I knew a lot of black guys named Antonio. Went to school with a lot of black guys named, but just the hanging the kids out of the thing, it just immediately made me think of for colored girls. Okay, well here's another Halloween themed guess the race. Betsy Cornell is an Ocoe mother. Ocoe, yep, that's Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Of course, of course. Uh, mother of three who isn't afraid of using a gun to defend her family. Two weeks ago, she grabbed a handgun and shot it into the ground to scare away a man who was outside her house and peeping into her house. Um, the warrant was issued for sex offender Bobby James Harris, a former neighbor. After an investigation, Harris, fifty-three, was found in Seminole County about a week ago and booked into the Orange County Jail on Tuesday. On charges of burglary of an um, of an occupied building, building and voyeurism, Cornell raced outside and sometime around 1130 uh, p.m. October uh, 20th after her neighbor Pedro Camacho, Pedro Camacho screamed about a man in her backyard. Camacho told police he saw a man on his neighbor's porch looking through the windows. An arrest oh. report was uh, was said. Cornell or maybe it's Cornell. Cornell ran outside to see Harris running from her backyard. She fired her gun, prompting the man to climb over a chain-length fence into the backyard of a vacant home. Uh, he fled on a bicycle uh, that was on Center Street. Cornell isn't scared to use a gun again if necessary. She said, we'll take matters into our own hands. We have to protect our kids. Um, neighbors and Cornell told the police they recognized Harris because he used to live in the neighborhood. Uh, people, Police were already searching for Harris because he was li- wasn't living at the address that he gave to law enforcement man this sex offender dude was like uh-uh like i just i'm not having it i'm still sex offending and i and as my I'm american right um, to offend them kids 
yeah i don't know why i thought you know what this might not be a guest race article. i don't have his picture i don't know why i'd use this article anyway that's old florida so fuck it florida y'all stop <laughs> fucking up <laughs> all right just take it from there let's go to another one more halloween themed stories um a man set his house on fire guys okay you know how it is sometimes you have to set your house on fire you can't help yourself because shit is going crazy oh my a bizarre and violent series of events in an oklahoma city apartment involved bible burning blood and a homosexual demon what's going on here and destruction has landed a man behind bars what exactly is a homosexual demon hey it's time to get it's time to (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god are those bow shoes um according to oklahoma city police 22 year old jeremy jarnell anderson is being held at oklahoma county jail thursday after a violent episode officers said they were called to oklahoma city apartment where when they reported a person going ballistic officers said the caller mentioned a man whose face was bloody and had kicked the heavy apartment door off his hinges poured salt and soap all over himself and was breaking glass and other objects when officers got to the apartment they found anderson whose face and hands were covered in blood screaming random things on the front porch an officer said Anderson was clearly out of touch with reality. The police report states Anderson started to throw glass objects and furniture through the apartment, from the apartment through the door and broken windows. As the ordeal continued, officers tried to reason with Anderson. Well, that didn't work. They tried to tase him to bring him under control, but Anderson ripped the probes from under his skin and yelled the taser wouldn't affect him. Shit. Officer said at one point Anderson told them to put down their weapons and he would fist fight them. Ugh. Why? <laughs> that's some like Clint Eastwood shit you're really just gonna use that gun to kill me yes motherfucker that's why I got it yes I'm not gonna <laughs> fight you like a man Mm-mm. yeah I'm, I, I wanna go home to my wife only in movies of people like I'm gonna put my gun down and we're gonna go toe to toe motherfucker ain't no toe to toe here toe to this bullet think I won't whoop your ass but do you really think you can take me down with the oh my god you're absolutely shot me. <laughs> oh my god getting shot hurt so bad yeah that's... i thought i was gonna at least get a, a minute and a half monologue about <laughs> how you guys weren't gonna shoot me but you actually nope. there's literally blood coming out and right. i didn't think yeah i mean are you gonna shoot me blood. are you gonna shoot me like a punk or try to take me out like a man uh sir uh we we tried the punk version but obviously you won't go down so we we're gonna have to shoot you with these hot lead uh a small fire was burning near the stove which quickly filled the house with smoke oh my uh yeah uh officers said they were finally able to subdue anderson with tasers during a smoke blinded scuffle inside the apartment he was immediately taken to the hospital at the hospital officer said anderson told them he had done he hadn't done anything wrong and he was just remodeling his home yeah. Oh, could just be a very chaotic house remodeling. No one thought of that. Oh, you burned it down? That the, I don't know. Last time I checked on HGTV, burning down a home is not part of the remodeling process. Moments later, he admitted that he knew he needed to be on medication. Police report states Anderson said he started to fire in his apartment because he was cooking the Bible. Oh, how does it taste? And because he was well, he obviously needed salt and soap, Karen. Because he was a Satanist also, he said, is why he cooked the Bible. 
uh anderson told officers he he met a possessed homosexual demon who wanted drugs for him and performed sexual acts on him well i guess i guess, I guess chris was very accurate with his portrayal yes he was <laughs> way to call I'm it gonna, i'm gonna suck your dick and you're gonna <laughs> like it right i'm I okay. a hangnail i have a lot of bad things that happened to me today but I'm gonna get what I want. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I like that he didn't li- deny that it was a gay demon, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he didn't go. Uh, it was a woman demon. I mean, nobody would have known. <laughs> it's just like he's mad. He's like, "There's a gay demon that's upset." Someone deleted Drag Race off my DVR, <laughs> and you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna oh. suck my dick, and then you're gonna get me high. <laughs> it's like no man please uh he said that he wasn't gay just high and when he came to his senses he couldn't believe he let that male demon touch him mm. sounds like that he's in the male demon closet to me yeah didn't want to come out yeah I don't, i'm only gay when i'm high okay sure you are buddy let me guess uh this demon also is uh your friend rallo and you guys like to get high together <laughs> officer said anderson said if he would have had a gun he would have shot and killed his neighbors and then shot and killed the officers when they arrived anderson is facing first degree arson charges others could be added guess the race of mr jeremy jarnell anderson but everybody need guns okay mm-hmm. mr anderson is white all right the Make chat room reference. chat room says come at me bro white one who rules for the humans in the planet of the apes movies Casper, <laughs> Casper high on angel dust. Oh. One who likes that pumpkin spice latte sprinkle with white gay devil. Oh my! Whoa! One who popped a molly and started sweating. Woo! Nah, seriously, white. They would have shot him if he were black. He's still living white. Seven hundred club white watching cheese eating meth maker who claims he's not gay despite the fact he sucked Casper the friendly ghost's penis. Oh my! A confused member of the Westboro Baptist Church, white and would have a threesome with a dog and a horse shit <laughs> every single one of you guys guess white and every single one of you guys is incorrect what? he was black y'all wow. roger roger gonna have to put a pick in there That's the longest boo ever. I about said, boy, the crowd was getting ready. The crowd <laughs> was not a fan of you guys after but that. The guys, but the guy's alive and he's black. Uh, here's the clue for that one. When I said his name at the end, I said his name was Jeremy Jarnell Anderson. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. Come on, ain't no white people named Jarnell, bro. Um, all right, let's uh let's wrap this yeah. up with. But you missed one, but you can get back in it with some. Bonus guess the race, double the points. Yeah, you have a pretty good record, but let's get into this. Wait, I meant. No, no, there you go. There you go. Double the points, double the race, double the points and race. That's right, Chris. You can still get back into this with the next All question. Right. Double the points, double the racism for Guess the Race. Chris, are you ready? I'm ready, Rod. All right, here we go. Here is a teacher that has some comments to say about her kindergarten class. Um, 
Oh, wait. Let me see if I can actually get this article to play if I got to read this shit. Because, uh, you know, I hate reading ever since I used to get those letters when I was a kid at uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's how I found out what abortion was all about. All right, here we go. She needs to be fired because she isn't. She, she don't even need a Facebook page for what? She's supposed to be teaching and you posting things like that. Only on five, a Memphis kindergarten teacher off the job tonight, suspended without pay for comments she made on Facebook. And now we have those comments, and Action News 5 investigator Anna Marie Hartman reports the posts may be sign of an even bigger problem for the district. See, stuff like this shouldn't go on in school. MCS parents were shocked when I showed them the Facebook posts of Rainshaven Elementary teacher Tamika Gatewood. She needs to be up out of there because how can you do your job and that's what you think about students. When referring to two students insulting another, Gatewood wrote, quote, how about I blasted both of them? The girl in my class hair is nappy almost every day and the boy wears dirty clothes face nasty and can't even read. They didn't bother nobody else when I got through with them. The kids she's talking about are kindergartners. Yes, For real? Yes, Another post reads, quote, if another parent tell me it's my job to teach their children, it's going to be popo time. Popo is slang for police. In another post, she offers this alternative to turning the other cheek. Quote, what do you think you're supposed to do? Bang, bang, shoot them up, damn it. Just kidding. For real, though, slap their back, then bang, bang, shoot them up, damn it. It means a much bigger issue than Facebook. It's a much bigger issue than a teacher saying a kid has nappy hair. City Schools Commissioner Kenneth Whalum says the real issue is a school environment in which a teacher thinks there are no repercussions from this type of behavior. Every major employer will tell you on the front end, now we check in your Facebook page. We know what you're saying on Twitter. But Memphis City Schools is not checking social media accounts. There is no social media policy for the district, despite the city of Memphis enacting their own policy earlier this year that prevents city employees from posting comments which reflect negatively on the city or pose a risk for lawsuits. That policy does not apply to city school employees. I agree we don't have a specific social media policy, but we do have ethics, we do have you know professionalism, we expect our teachers to act as adult, whether they're social media or, or, or otherwise. Parents believe an actual policy could deter posts like these from being made in the first place. MCS administrators declined to talk about that on camera, but said in a statement, we take this very seriously. When made aware of inappropriate online posts, once the person is identified as an MCS employee, swift appropriate action is taken, according to board policy and law. Weeks after we alerted the district to Gatewood's posts, the district suspended Gatewood without pay, pending the outcome of a tenure hearing. A review of her personnel file shows she was reprimanded multiple times for insubordination early in her career with MCS. In a 2002 letter to personnel, the principal at Sharp Elementary School, where Gatewood worked at the time, pleaded with the district to remove Gatewood from her clerical job, asking, quote, how many times does a person have to be insubordinate before action is taken? Six years later, Gatewood became an MCS teacher. I know that it it's a sign of much more serious problems that 
we seem to be loath to address. Parents say it's time to address it and wonder how this teacher addresses her students in the classroom if she addresses them like this in public. She probably teaches them all that used to be slaves. That's ridiculous. I don't want anyone like that teaching my child over them, trying to teach them the value of life, period. For the Action News 5 investigators, I'm Anna Marie Hartman. Anna Marie tried multiple times to talk to Tamika Gatewood, but she never responded to her requests. Her Facebook page has been removed. We've posted a number of Gatewood's Facebook posts to our website, WMCTV.com. To read them, just click on the link with this story. All right, so Chris Lambert. For all the racism points. All right. Guess the race of Tamika Gatewood suspended without pay. I want to say, first of all, she's black. Mm -hmm. But the problem, somebody should have washed the kid's hair and the kid's (laughs) ass. That's part of them blaming the parents want to make the teachers accountable for a lot of shit. She was blowing off steam. She shouldn't have did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just. It's, that's a whole nother issue. Sometimes but, you got to shoot a kid. Well, I mean, I mean that's what her post said. Yeah, bang, about bang. slavery. Pop, pop. Yeah. Pop, pop. Um, <laughs> well, she's black. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe her race is. Hood rat, they got a BA from the United Negro College Fund. Oh, my. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's great. She's been investigated for insubordination multiple times. Celestia Cicada. Asphalt Embryo. Oh, my. <laughs> Holy shit. Leonard Brothers, man. Bringing it strong. What? <laughs> Asphalt Embryo. That it, sounds like it, the name of a, a of an album of some, like a, a punk group, rap group or something. Isn't it, is, isn't it bad when, a, like, I feel like the best guest of race don't even get a laugh. They just get a begrudging respect. Like, that is the most raceable, racist creativity we've seen in a while. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like a good, it's like a good, um, it's like a good uh, a performance in the Olympics. Yeah. For like gymnastics where you just go, God damn it, that's a 10. You know? Yeah. That's how yeah. I feel. <laughs> Asphalt Embryo is God damn it, that's a 10. That's going to be the name of my new comedy album. <laughs> Asphalt Embryo. <laughs> one who is 1000% sure that one of three possible men is the father. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I was just watching more the other day. I won't, <laughs> I won't be fooled again. Her name is Tamika. She's black. Galactic grasshopper. Snow. She got, sus- <laughs> she got suspended, not fired. So Ashley three class thinks she's white. Oh, <laughs> Tamika Gatewood. Uh, she's black as one B weave. <laughs> <laughs> I know that color. And what, once I saw Leonard's guest, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Correct answer is a black woman. She was a black woman. A uh, couple people guessed, someone guessed white. white. Not white. <laughs> <laughs> Should have your guessing privileges revoked, nigga. That was the blackest shit ever. Um, all right, man. We can't get out of here while talking about it. We always talk about it. Cherokee County Sheriff's deputies arrested 29-year-old Taliqua, a 29-year-old Taliqua man, Saturday after he allegedly tried to attack another man with a sword. Anthony Leon Thomas, guess the race. 
white that was what? a trick that was a bonus guess the race oh, uh don't worry it didn't count against you you can only get extra credit for sore ratchetness uh he was booked in cherokee county detention center for assault and battery with a deadly weapon deputy said evan fishing hawk told them thomas arrived at his residence with a sword and swung it at him thomas allegedly poked fishing hawk in the chest with the sword and threatened fishing hawk's life uh thomas left in a car before fishing hawk sounds like a made-up name by the way doesn't it for indian like a native american <laughs> yeah fishing. i am fishing hawk and i think the redskins name is racist uh <laughs> thomas left in a car before deputies arrived deputies went to thomas's home and he allegedly admitted that he took the sword to fishing hawk's home uh deputy said thomas told told them he put pulled out the sword and waved it around but claimed he only threatened fishing hawk which is also a crime sword wielder people are fucking stupid and i was like i just threatened to kill the man jesus what's the problem it's like well that's against the law oh word shit you can't pull the sword out and threaten your friends no what is america coming to i thought it was america the land of the free the home of the brave thomas gave deputies permission to retrieve the sword from his car and he was transported to jail uh thomas did appear to be drunk when they arrested him but uh yeah this is what happens man they come down your house in the middle of the fucking night waving a sword around threatening you and shit and uh they think it's just a game guys it's not a game uh don't forget to listen to the mundane festival which uh chris does every week man uh, i see you've been having different guests on there now and stuff like uh branching out to the podcast community man how you feel about that it's it's a lot of fun it's uh it's nor like I was telling you guys earlier, it's normally I could try to see if I could do it by myself for an hour, and I like doing that. But I also enjoy uh, booking people on the show and sitting down and, and having conversations that I wouldn't normally have with people. You know, you get to talk to somebody for an hour, get to know about their life a little bit. Do you feel less crazy when you do it that way? Uh, I don't really feel crazy. I mean, when I do it by mm-hmm. myself, but. Uh, you can, you could probably feel that way, but I don't, I don't feel crazy. Okay. Cause when you do it by yourself, I notice you'll be like, you know, welcome to the mundane festival, uh, podcast, festival, festival, fest, festival. Why am I saying this wrong right now? It's festival. Oh, Chris, you gotta yeah. do, but when you do it with another person, <laughs> you don't do that. Well, in the intro, like in the intro out, sometimes I still fuck up and I mm. just leave it in. Because like, I'm human too. Yeah, but like, when you I'm, when you're I'm talking to the person, like when you're talking to the person, if you fuck up and you say, "Oh yeah, that's kind of like um, Birkenstocks." I mean, it's Birkenstocks. Like you just keep going. You don't go Birkenstocks. Chris, you stupid motherfucker! I cut you. I cut myself. I need to feel. Like you don't do that when you're by yourself. I mean, when you would have yeah. guessed. Yeah, I try not to let my uh, idiosyncrasies uh, come out when I'm talking to another person. But that's it's, good it's man. fun though it's a, we, i've been having a good time we were the podcast was voted pod made podcast of the week by Podbean a few weeks ago yeah dog. congratulations yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool and and it, for for me to just be doing it for less than a year that's pretty great for them to uh promote it like that and you guys have uh been uh instrumental and in, and getting more people to listen and uh yeah it's it's, it's a lot of fun when well, you gonna get chris harwick on there man so you can like siphon off some of his uh listeners from talking dead and all that stuff uh when he agreed he he was he wasn't able to do it when we were in san francisco and uh 
he's I don't he's not going to be able to do it probably in Friday Friday when we're in North Carolina. But I'm not gonna ask, I ain't gonna ask him no more. You know All what right. I'm saying? I know you what you're saying. So I'm not gonna hound him. You know he's been nice to have me on some dates with him. So I'm just gonna you know fall back and play my position, y'all. Well, if I've learned anything about the podcasting game, Chris. The way to play it is wait till y'all aren't working together and then you release a podcast saying he's the worst human being on the earth and then that <laughs> apparently that's how you do it. Don't you follow those bad instructions. Stab your friends in the back. You just stab. Nah, he's, he's, he's been a G, man. Like, cause on the real, man, it's, it's like when you do comedy and, and when you try to, when you put yourself out there to do the things that we do, you never know who's listening or who's watching. And then when you get opportunities like that, like it's 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 really good because I I never thought that I would be like working with one of the top guys uh, in the podcast community as big as he is and and he's he's been really really nice for to have me on and it's it's helped me a lot it's helped my it's helped my stand up a lot and uh, well when he when, if I ever get to meet him I'll bring it up for you don't worry about it okay I'll, I'll be you. like I noticed y'all ain't got no niggas on that nerdist <laughs> community. What's up with yeah, that, brother? You have a Radio Raheem beatbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's all the black people on the wall? Do 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 do. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. like it's it's been fun, man. I, I've I've been enjoying it and uh, putting the podcast out and and uh, just being a part of the community and and being excited to to really like it's fun. Like I said, I like doing it by myself, but it's been even more fun getting to talk to people that I think are cool. And once I figure out how to uh, do some shit online, I'll, I'll get you, you and Karen. Oh, yeah. no doubt, man. No, it's no, no rush. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, Chris, you, you know, you do stand up, man. Where are you coming next, man? What's, what's, what's up? What's up yeah. with you? I'm going to be at the Arlington draft house on the 7th of November. I'm going to be doing, uh, in the, the, be in the green room. And I think that shows like five bucks. And then I'm going to be in North Carolina at the Carolina theater in Durham. Chris Hardwick. Yeah. I'm going to be doing like a, probably like a 25 minute, half an hour set. So like, that's going to be, I, I'm really excited about that. That's going to be pretty much, uh, that's my last date with Chris this year, uh, and that, I'm treating that like it's a it's my Comedy Central special. Oh. I'm gonna try to say it's not. It's not. I ain't trying to tell people that it's not really Comedy Central will not be there. But I'm treating it for where I'm at in my career, like a to really to really just have a good time. That's gonna be my first theater show um, ever doing stand up, and uh, I'm just really gonna. People, when I leave that stage on Friday night, people will get an idea of who I am as a comic and, and get an idea of, uh, the weirdness and the, the neuroses that, uh, I have. And I'm going to try to make it funny and yeah. excited about it. Leaving with a lasting impression, man. Pull your dick out right before you leave stage. No, no. We'll be talking no. about it for centuries. No, don't do that. I don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, make sure y'all check them out. Uh, tweaked TBGWT. Get all your discounts. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow at nine. I don't think we have a guest book right now, but we'll be back. Um, and, uh, you know, thank y'all so much for coming out to listen to us and, uh, checking us out on Spreecast Live and all that stuff. Um, until tomorrow, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>